afford to be. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis, and returning to the producer's chair is Kyle Dotson. Hey. Kyle, you've been... Okay, there we go. That's why we got rid of you for two episodes. You were... Uh, we uh, we didn't replace you, but we just said that we did a couple daytime records, and you work. Yeah, yeah exactly. I told you to just you know tell the man that you had something to do. <laughs> Take a three-hour lunch and come record. I could probably do that. Is that true? I don't know. <laughs> don't make a promise you can't keep. Um, we are. Re- I don't know. I'm not sure when this is going to drop. Let me check. That way, our guest can promote stuff. But he's he's not going to talk yet. I will tell you, he is a man. Let me see when this is going to drop. This is, is going to drop. Are you, are you back from London already? Or are you going to be? In I think London? no. We're back from London. Okay. Was it good? This is good. It was a fucking blast, man. You fucking arrested. And no, I don't know. This this is going to drop sometime uh, early August, I think. I think okay. the first week in August, so he can promote uh, some some stuff. But how are you doing? Everything's good. Yeah. You got that guy. You got some Batman stuff from me. I did. It uh, looks nice. Thank you. Did you hang that picture up? No, I've done earthquake hook probably tomorrow. Okay. Either get it up or bring it back to me. <laughs> and where's the statue? It's on my bookshelf. It looks really nice, actually. You said you're going to take a picture and send it to I me. I know. I forgot. I'm ingrateful. Yeah, I don't think I took a picture. All right. Well, this is going nowhere. So I'm going to talk to our, our guest. Our guest today, let me tell you something. I know I've known John for... This is John Heffern. Say hello, John. Hello, everybody. I've known, I've known John Heffern for since, what, 1992? Yeah, probably at the... Yeah. So, I, I lived in Chicago yeah, so, right after college, 1992-ish. That's 23 years ago, right? Doesn't yeah. it? And then we did that thing together. Yeah. In that van around yeah. the country. Talked, talked that, many that, times about that it. That we don't uh, bring up. John does not like it. He has no good memories of it. No. Um, I have a couple of good memories. Um, but when uh, the first time John. So, how old were you in 1992? Mm-hmm. 20, 22, 23. 22, 23. And that was no, how, I would be 22. You were 22. And yeah. that was, uh, how long ago was that again? 23 years ago? Yeah. yeah. So I was 28, yeah. six years older than you. The first time we met, we talked on the phone, a phone, a home phone. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing else. There was no, yeah. there was no GPS. There was no cell phone. There were, were there even beepers? There was, uh, I know when we did uh, Crack Me Up, yeah. we had to drive around the country and we had a huge Rand McNally book. Right. It was a map. And then it was a whole thing. You would have to see right. where you were. Then you'd get a highlighter yeah. and you'd put it on that town. Yeah. And then you'd go, well, if we go 495, it takes us past the yeah. city. And then when you got about 30 miles outside of the college you're mm-hmm. performing at, we had to pull over, go to a payphone, call the school. Yeah. And then if nobody answered in the UAC or the student activity center, right. you would drive a little bit more, then pull over again. Yeah. Uh, and, and I know that sounds like uh, because yeah, you're pretty young, right? Sometimes we didn't even know. Like Twenty five. No, I, 25, I but that, that I know that sounds like we're, we're talking like it's 1930, but yeah. it wasn't it, that it, long but, ago. If, but the technology has changed so much that it feels like it was like 1930. But let me here's here's what I wanted to say though uh, before we talked about um, the Ram McNally. We didn't even have Thomas guy. The Ram McNally, big thing. But anyway, <laughs> so uh, John and I get thrown into this co- uh, this um, college tour. 
we, we talked to each other on the phone, never met before. First time I met John, he pulls up in a van to pick me up, and then That's we right. drive to St. Louis. And we've never met each other before. Yeah. And then literally for the next uh, year and a half, two years, we're, we, we were in a van we together, were in a van together, driving 12, 13 hours a day. Yeah. And we, we humped it. Like, looking back now, I mean, we made zero money from, like, you know, what the, what we, the show made. We made, yeah, we made two, we made, each made $200 a show. If some of it, I think, was even less than that. You think I so? think some, I, I made like 125, 150. I think on those shows, I made 275. <laughs> yeah, probably. Like, no. it was, but we all made the same. Whatever it was, we all made the same. But those shows were selling for anywhere from 5,000 to. We were getting fucked. Yeah, so they had three performers who drove around all for under and we drove all the equipment. We we had to when we got there, yeah. we had to set up the sound system and the backdrop it's... and carrying props and all kinds of sh- yeah. Shit. And then you were at at you know crappy colleges doing uh, the the show was I mean it was just not one. Uh, let, let's even talk about how old we are more. Comedy Central wasn't even a thing. Yeah. So even the palette of people being into comedy. Yeah. Really didn't exist. Yeah. Like now, now everybody, if, if you're yeah. like, especially you watch Comedy Central mm-hmm. and you see, but then we did these things like now social media, obviously you're tweeting, I'm at so and so. We used to do these things called nooners. Uh, that's oh. actually my hand. I'm at so and so. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> we would go so to in the like the cafeteria, yeah. you'd find a group of six students studying or eating, and we would have to walk. Over to those six students yeah, and tell and go, them we had a hey, show. Hey, we're comedians. We have a show tonight at the Rathskeller yeah. at eight o'clock. Yeah. And they would just everyone would look at us like, "Who? Why no, are you yeah. talking to us?" Nothing says more unfunny than oh. a couple of guys walking up to your table and saying, "Come see us because we're but, funny." But and I, I was do, and at least John and and whoever else was always with it because there, there was a there couple was, guys. Was me and you were like the anchors. Yeah. Then there was a couple but people. The other were, guys were all the other guys were John's age, so they were more a little bit more palatable than. Than the twenty-eight-year-old guy who no yeah. one <laughs> cares about in college, but um, yeah, that was. And sometimes we would do a show that say, "Oh, it's in the it's in the snack bar, yeah, at, at noon." So you go there. Well, people are walk just walking through, getting snacks, looking at us like, "What the fuck are those dicks doing?" Because literally, that's what it was. Yeah, we like, were interrupting their snack. Go time. to a food court at a mall. And just with nobody knowing, start set up show. in the corner, mm-hmm. and then start having to perform. We did shows too, where they would set, they'd run like a, they'd run like a fifty foot extension cord from a building, and we'd be outside in the quad. It'd be like ninety degrees. People could see behind you. They could see you behind the backdrop because there was no. It was just wide open. It was the worst. Sometimes I do think, uh, yeah, that was pretty horrific. Um, but I do think, you know, it's one of those things when you get a little older, you look back. That that training or that stuff kind of made it that other things you did in your career you didn't stress out about because you were like I was in one of the worst scenarios possible. The fact that you continued to do stand up and have succeeded uh, greatly is is a testament to your thick skin because these these are shows that would it could definitely make you just want to jump off a building I, immediately. I remember on my season of Last Comic Standing, we it was the last season where it was like a reality show. Now you were on you were on the season set, you were on season, season two, two and you were on season three. Season three. Okay, yeah. go ahead. One season two. But on but we had to do like reality show mm-hmm. type con, like contests. Yeah. 
and they were really embarrassing, and there's stuff you wouldn't normally do because comics are like, I'm this guy, I'm cool, I don't do, yeah. I don't... Uh, but, Sell cupcakes. But because, yeah, but because of Cracked Me Up, like, I was like, yeah, okay. Okay, I'll do this that. Is, I can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done one, worse. One of the challenges was go do a nooner <laughs> yeah, at a college. Oh, that would be... That yeah. would, that one, would, one was you had to walk around Hollywood Boulevard and give out tickets to your show. Piece and, of cake. And whoever got the most person... To show up, like then you got some. I, I forgot how. Did it you did you win that contest? I don't. I, I don't. I don't did. remember. Just yeah, I won. Yes. Um, we had one. We had to perform in front of little kids at at a big uh, L.A. like, and everyone had to put on costumes. Uh, were were so, you were you with us when we did the Indian reservation? I think so. I was at. What was the one that we did we, an Indian reservation? Yeah. I, and then I was at how did we do that? Yeah, I was at the one where you you were told you couldn't perform. We did a Mormon school. Oh yeah, and Pat had uh, shorts on, and then and I had a baseball hat because I, I was just performing. And one of us had an earring, and they told us all to go back to our hotel and change. Yeah, they told, and we were like, "Are you serious?" Yeah. Then we got there, and the kids were swearing at us and belligerent. Yeah, I said so ass. We, so on we stage. stopped the show, and we just started to clean it up. Yeah, I said bar. I used to have. Don't you hate it when you go to a bar? Like whatever the bit was. We don't and drink here. The whole we don't fu- we don't fucking drink here. Yeah, yeah but you can say yeah. the f word. Yeah, L- literally five hundred people said we don't. And here's the one thing I learned doing like you do like something something of the Nazarene or you know it's always like uh, barbed wire fence mm-hmm. around the college. Yeah. The more religious the school was. The more the the students party, yeah. The more like they you would rebelled. do Ohio State University, and there'd be no debauchery. Fine, you do those little ones, and you would just yeah. We're all going. We we'll probably have an orgy a little bit after the show if you guys want to go. <laughs> this no, will sound we like performing Nebraska. This will sound like we're making this up, but I remember after that show, we're cleaning up our stuff, and a couple students came back, and they're like. Hey guys, sorry the show went so bad, and, and and we were just like, get out of our faces. We're not talking to anyone. Just get out. And then some guys came back and go, hey, your show sucked, and we're like, yeah, again, fucking get out of our faces. Because then the show's over, so now we're just fucking suck my dick. Is like, oh, yeah. we're, and we're just throwing shit, yeah. and, and we're just packing it down. Because then we performed in churches. Yeah, we did a couple where you, the stage was right the at the front of the church because yeah. it was a church school. Yeah, yeah. But I, but like <laughs> when we would pack up all the stuff. It was so much stuff. Three of us couldn't get it out of the room into the van in one trip. No, yeah. So make... we so we had to walk by these fucking dicks like three times. It yeah. sucked. And we all, I mean, you probably told the story on here where we all we almost got beat up and killed. I don't. I have. I might have told that on Never Not Funny. Maybe. Okay. So so just uh, we were in. I'll never forget the city. It was called. It was McCook, Nebraska. Love it. Uh, right, and I would say honeymoon we, there. Take a family uh, on a vacation. So we were there. Oh, the, but they did have that cool music and bookstore that we would always. Yeah. Th- I forgot Hastings. Hastings. Yeah. yeah. So we we were performing. By the way, John, go go online. Type Google Hastings. They sell used CDs. You can get CDs for like a buck. It's great. Oh, nice. Um, I'm gonna get some cassettes from my fan. <laughs> so um, so we're performing. It's one of those schools. Maybe it's changed over time, but it was like. It was all white kids except for the basketball team. Yeah. So the basketball team came, and they or in the like front six row. or seven front row, and yeah. they did that. This was mid '90s, so it was very like Def Jam was kind of was really popular yeah. back then. So that to me is when comedy kind of split. Like, okay, if you're a black guy, you can only watch this guy's. If you're an Asian guy, here's your comic. Yeah. Like that kind of. And they they hated us. Like yeah. they stared because. So then from on stage, we started kind of. I don't know, remember we had, what we said, but we're no, like, no, oh, was, I get it. You're the tough we, black guys around the white kids. You got to. 
front. Like, and then we had a, we had a black comedian with us, a young kid who was very unseasoned in in my opinion, and so he he kind of shut them down. And they yeah, he le- went after them. And they, and they went, left, and they left, and, and we left. thought. Oh, okay. oh wow! Thank you. Great. Thank for, you. Thanks for doing this. Thanks. Yeah, he thanks he for kind of went heckler at him, which yeah. you were never allowed to do at these schools. Yeah. Your hands were tied. Yeah. You couldn't he swear. Bro- yeah, you he broke a lot of the rules that we were not supposed to do, and then every night would go, "Dude, we can't do that." Yeah, yeah. But uh, so, so then, the show, show went great. Yeah. Once Back, they left. Once they left. So then afterwards, we went to. Uh, well, okay. F- we. I, Let's back up. The hotel we were staying at was one of those, like, what's that scary movie with the trucker? And they had the, uh, okay, Candy Cane. It's, uh, they were talking on the CB uh, and the P- trucker. Uh, Pixar's Cars. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the trucker tried to kill every. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. It's Joyride or? Joyride. So it's one of those hotels You where walk out of your you, car and right in your room. Yeah. yeah. And it's like one story. Yeah. And there's like a row of 10 of them. Yes. They're so scary ass. You're yeah. like, somebody. It's like the Bates Motel. Yeah. So that's where we're staying. So then we go to whatever bar is in that area. Yeah. And it's just Roadhouse. Yeah. Like, it's, it, just imagine Roadhouse. Yeah. So and we're playing pool. Me, Pat, and this other guy. I won't even mention his name. And we're, yeah, I won't either. And, we're, and, uh, and the other guy and I are sitting against the wall because it's John Shot. And from out of nowhere, here come all these guys. Yep. The whole basketball team. The whole basketball team. And, and, they, we're, sur- and, they, and sur- we're surrounded. They surround us. at least five guys. And they, they surround me and this other guy because he's the guy that they're really pissed off at because they are saying you were Uncle Tom and for your, for yep. your white buddies. Yep. And they, I remember they slapped him across the face. Didn't yep. punch him. Slapped him. And I was just like, this is stupid. We made $150 is, and we're about to be killed. Horrible. And, yeah. and there's not, and, and no, remember, one, I, I no remember, one in the bar is doing no, anything. It's I, like this happens on a nightly basis. I remember the people playing next to us. I still, and this was, tw- I, I don't remember where, where my car keys are, but yeah. I remember this 20 years ago. I remember hearing some woman said, whoa, th- those black guys sure are pissed. And that was it. Yeah. Like, like yeah. they acknowledged yeah. that we're about to be killed. Yeah. But they were just went on. And, I, I wouldn't and have been surprised to hear someone go, oh, those white boys are going to get their ass kicked. That would have been fun. I don't know how, but somehow I don't remember. Like, we made it out with nobody. They slapped. The, what's his face? And they said, they're, they said we're, we're, we're waiting for you or whatever they yeah, said. We come back. So we, we literally, like, hightail it out of, the, out of the back door. Somehow we I made ran, it outside. I ran to the... I ran to the uh, we all split up, by the way. This is what good <laughs> friends wear. Nobody was like, okay, I got your back. Let's walk together. Pat, I, Pat's gone. You can like, take throw it, a bottle and yell scatter. <laughs> like, what <laughs> happened? They're, yeah, yeah, they're, no. they're three smallest guys would still kick our ass. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't. I ran. To, I had a pool ran, ball in my hand because I'm like, okay, I'm going to smash I'll, one. I'll, I'll get one. I have <laughs> yeah. nothing. I'm sitting. Yeah. I'm in a terrible position. I'm against the wall and I'm surrounded. And the guy next to you just got slapped, slapped like a bitch. <laughs> yeah. So I, I ran to the van. I jumped in the van. I like slid the side door open and I pulled up in front. And you guys like, like jumping like yeah, a we jumped team. in. We go to the hotel. And we just go in our rooms and we unload all our stuff and we leave. But we're unloading, like we're we're packing our stuff. I remember duck, so I wouldn't I wouldn't be standing up in front of the window. Yeah, like so I was hunched thought, over oh, we because might get I shot. Yeah, one hundred percent. And then we jumped in the van and we take off. Now it's nothing but corn. So no, the, the streets you're on, you could see behind you for to the horizon. It's like the uh, Judas Priest point of entry uh, <laughs> album cover, but it's at night, pitch black, no light. I remember being on there, looking back and seeing headlights, and, and we were like, like, "Here we they are, come! We are, Here they like, come!" There's a car that was and driving speeding fast, up, and, speeding it, up, and then they, they turned off. Turned and off. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah. So we just yeah, we didn't even stay there that night. We drove to the next town, and fuck, that was fucking <laughs> the worst. <laughs> 
That was awful. <laughs> I want to talk about Last Comic Standing real quick. When John was on Last Comic Standing, I called in, called in every night. And I didn't call in just because you were my friend, although because I would have. Right. But it was more fun to call in because you were the best. Oh, well, thank you. You were by far the best. And it was great because Pilar didn't know who you were. And I would go, that's my friend John. <laughs> and you were, you had, you had, you had so much material. Like, I think you had so, you, I heard other, other guys would duplicate jokes, but you, I don't think ever did. It felt no, like you did, did a different set every night. Every time. Because I thought, not because I'm some genius, I thought you had to. Yeah. Like in my and you brain, should've. I'm like, why, why would you do the same joke the next week if it's going to air? Like, yeah, I, I yeah. couldn't. And there were a lot of people that, you know, that did that. And, but, but because you I, can do that in a club. Every comedian does the same act in the club. Yeah. Right? And there's a. Uh, Every night you do how much? What's the percentage you do the same? 80%? Yeah. I mean, you try. Yeah. Or I, I call it refurbishing. Okay. Well, I'll take yeah. punchlines mm-hmm. and I'll change it up enough where if right. you come and see me, you think it's new, but it's really not. Or you Let's just keep or, that or between you, us. You add the F word. I Fuck. Thing. Now it's edgy. Now no, <laughs> yeah. I'm edgy. But, uh, I would do different stuff every time. I did stand up for like 15 years prior to last right. comic. So, yeah. but then you were at, new, you're brand new. I did up and comer. Yeah. I did with, with season two and season three, I did 11 sets, five minute sets, yeah. which is like Eliza Schlesinger, who's awesome and, and a friend of mine. I think she did four minutes of material in one last. You comic. made her cry, right? Uh, I made Bonnie McFarland cry. And Although, they, and I, I've apologized, and it was one of the you uh, cried then too. Yeah, that was a disappointing night for me. My buddy cried on TV. Well, you know what? This was also <laughs> this was also time ago where if you cried, you you got America's vote. That's true. I'm not saying it wasn't strategic, <laughs> but <laughs> I was like, man, John. Last time I saw John cry I was in McCook. <laughs> yeah, when we were about to beat up by the <laughs> shitty basketball players who couldn't make it to a Division C school. Yeah, these are the things we would have said to them if, had we been as big as them and had seven more guys. With yeah, us. like like now we would have. Yeah, wouldn't even have taken the gig. But yeah, um, but and then and then when you came back for season three, it was like it was like the it was like new guys against the. They did uh, season one. Was uh, versus season two. That's what it was. And you they, almost won season three. But they wanted me like, so I, I want season two. Mm-hmm. And now the, the guys and I've told this story on other stuff, but everybody now wins like a quarter of a million dollars and yeah. some things. Yeah. I want $50,000 development deal, which means they're never doing anything with you. And then everybody on the show made 30,000 just from after just being yeah. on the show, everything. So they subtracted 30,000 from my 50. Uh, and and Gabby, right. you didn't so, get you didn't get eighty thousand. No, it was fifty thousand. No, so yeah, so they subtracted. Okay, we've already paid you this. Oh, God. So they subtracted that. So now I'm at twenty, and then with taxes, everybody, I saw forty nine hundred bucks. Fucking bullshit. Like everybody else won quarter of a million dollars. And let me tell you, that show not once has done. Any Nothing. development deal with any of the I, people. People always they, do. They, like I, I thought. Oh, John's going to appear on Friends. He's going to be a, a you yeah. know a walk on. He's going to be on. They didn't they, do they anything should, they with should you move people. That to Comedy Central, and then if you win, you get an hour special or something so like that. Well, what they did with us was. Um, did you get to do the Tonight Show because of that? Yeah, I did it like the night of, but I did it once. Before. But what happened is. So I won season two, mm-hmm. and I was supposed to do like Ellen, and then there was a couple. What are you writing on? You're not writing anything on the I paper. I talk when you're I write. Pretending yeah, like yeah. you're writing I, on a piece I, of paper. I doodle. Um, so I was supposed to do some TV, mm-hmm. like sitcom stuff, to be like a like a guest star, right? 
and Ellen and some other stuff. Well, because they said you have to do season three because I was still under contract. Yeah. They said you can't do anything else because it's unfair for everybody who's on season three if you're on TV more than them. So everything I w- – because they started season three it's two so weeks terrible. after season two. two. It's so because our season won an Emmy and, or, or was nominated for an mm-hmm. Emmy. We had 13 million viewers. Yeah. We're like Glass Comic now, not that I'm crapping on them, but they have like a million and oh, a it's half. It's just like American Idol doesn't do the numbers it used to do. It's just the, so I couldn't the way do anything. TV is. And then when I was on season three, I knew they weren't going to go, let's not have the same winner. So I was never in promotion. Like, yeah. the, you know, the commercials for it, like the edit, like all my, you know, at, uh, talking head but type I, almost, I thought you were going to win. You did really I, well. I came in third on, came on in that third. one. But they were not they, they were no way ever no gonna let you win way. no way no way and then the end because you know what if they would if you would have won that they would have had to given you a sitcom yeah well so that so i i think when the final of season three aired that's when alonzo mm-hmm. Bowden won mm-hmm. the show got canceled so nobody saw <laughs> alonzo win i felt it's it was terrible. yeah it was and then now, now it's you know I call they, racism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> Alonzo's uh, they they bring African it back American. now, but it's way different now because yeah. now it, it's the producers completely pick yeah. who's going to win because yeah. there's no audience voting. No, they this, say my season was rigged. Well, now it's just whatever Wayans wants, whoever he wants to do a yeah. TV show for, that's who's going to win. Yep. Um, but it's so still the good. unfunniest person. The unfunniest well, person, but right? It's, it's still good for comics because it's the nowadays. There's really not a lot of places. But it was good for you though, because you well, I mean, now I've you got to head, you headline everywhere. I might have peaked. Yeah, that might have been my big thing. But I have a you know do a lot of corporate. Event. I have a great. Yeah, you had a great, great run thing. with that because but, it happened at a good time. But it doesn't all, mean that, that you wouldn't be doing these things without it. But it was a yeah. nice. It was a nice push. Yeah. And you know, and for guys like me, my comedy's not edgy at all. Mm. Um, which you know, that's a whole other podcast for me to make a case that you don't. You know, do you still text all, all everyone in the audience gets a dick pic at the end of the night? I do. do you still do that? I usually do. You take yeah. the, you take that's their email and then I'm you not, send. Them. Yeah, that's if I'm not on heroin. <laughs> I usually do heroin or, or crap. What uh, if you could crap. sell dick pics after the show? Okay, for five bucks, give me your give me your thing. I'll, I'll text. I bet you, you could. You could have some type of of texting. You could think, yeah. People think, would do it. I'm gonna think about, about it. it. Think about it. You know. Um, what else did I want to get to? Uh, John brought a couple of CDs that he's going to sign for us, uh, give away to listeners tonight. John, what would be a what would be a good trivia question that I could ask that people could um, win those CDs? A random tri- about you. Okay. Um, th- this means they have to look it up, right? It, it's so hard to do a trivia question because they just Google it. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. yeah. I don't. But what would be? But but we. I don't want to just give give them away. Just to just email me and you'll get it. Okay. Question of some type. Uh, should we go last comic? Or How no? about I'll just add the, I'll just add, I'll just say this. I'll just, what if I just say uh, John has a uh, a rock band T shirt on tonight, and then they'll have to at least search for the picture that I post online. Gotcha. So they'll at least have to do a little work. Perfect. Okay, that's Let's it. The that. first three people that tell me. What shirt that, I'm what, wearing? What rock band shirt John is wearing? Uh, and email me at rocksolidpodcast at gmail dot com. First three people who correctly tell me and include your address. If you don't include your address, I'm going to delete it. Yeah. Uh, first three people will get assigned uh, John Heffern CD. Yeah. That's perfect. Sure. Um, okay. Here's what we're going to do. John, um, originally from Michigan. Yeah. Uh, live in L.A. Yeah. Like it or don't like it? I think he, sometimes I think you don't like it. Here in L.A. Yeah. Um, and that's only I'm bitter about 
you know, career. You always want other things going on, mm. so you know why you live here. Yeah. I'm, I'm a mid- Midwest guy, though. Yeah. And all my so, for some reason, I still don't call Los Angeles home. Like I go when I'm home in Michigan, I go yeah. I'm home in yeah. Michigan. But gotcha. I, I've lived here now I, almost as long as I think I would lived in Michigan. Yeah, I mean, well, so it's time. I, I moved do. out here in '95. What year did you move out here? Right around the same. And then I moved back to Detroit to do morning radio almost a week after I moved here. So I moved here. I got an apartment. All my stuff's out here. Then I got a call from this radio station that kind of kept leading me along. Yeah. And they go, hey, so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. Can you, can you start August, you know, August 1st? And it was like July. I'm like, okay. So I, I, I just left my apartment. I yeah. didn't even sublease it. It's just looking back. It was just dumb. Dumb because you paid two rents, Nick. Or I did paid you two live rents. at home? No, I, I found a thing and I eventually bought a house. I mean, I was making good money doing. You bought the radio. a house back there? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I bought a house in Michigan. Did you sell that? I sold that when I got fired from radio, and then I moved back to did you, LA. Did you recoup money or did you lose money? I made a little. Made I think a little. I made That's like good. twenty grand enough That's for good. me to come out here, and yeah. and then I actually came back to LA with like. A, you know, a little bit more confidence. Yeah. I had money. I was like a, a right. celebrity in Detroit. Sure. So I kind of had that swagger. Well, when I was out here the first time, I had none of that. Right. It was just a 20 year um, And then about three months later is when I got on Last Comic. Perfect. Is, is how that whole. So then that all whole those people that knew you from the radio watched yeah. and called in. That's I had a whole. Great. And I wore Detroit t shirts. Like, you know how, like, when you do TV, they don't let you wear logos. So I had this Detroit company had all these cool shirts and they go, you can't wear that. And I go, it's the name of a city. Yeah. Like, how was that? How was that logo? And they go, okay, you're right. But what that did was, is people go, oh, he's from Michigan. And Michigan people are very loyal yeah. to their artists and entertainers. Yep. Uh, that's why we always have like a Detroit hat or Eminem or Kid yeah. Rock. Hey, friend so, of the show, hey, look, friend of the show, Lisa Goyd still tries to convince me Bob Seger is a good live performer. <laughs> so that's, that really, that really helped. And, uh, and oh, Lisa, you are so wrong. Sounds good. Not a good live performer. Yeah. So. Uh, okay, let's get into the time. How, how long do we talk for, Kyle? 26 minutes. That's Perfect. People are used to that now. And don't text me or email me and go, it's too much talk. You don't play no music. That's what we do. Music. You don't get to di- dictate what, what Pat does. It's his show. Here's what, um, that's don't, right. Don't listen. Uh, John's uh, been, uh, has wanted to be on the show for a long time. Basically, the only reason is because I would never, you're, you're rarely here. That's true. So I use that as my excuse. Yeah. Um, but uh, John loves '80s music. Yeah, but I didn't want to just do an all '80s. I mean, that's that's ten. It's too much. There's too, too much. much. There's too much good music. To- so I told John to uh, we would just do the year 1980, and then looking at that music, I'm like, well, the music that came out in 1980 is basically '70s music. Yeah. Still, it's not. So I just went right smack dab in the middle of the decade, and I told John we'll play songs from 1985. Yeah, and that's what we're doing. How do you feel about 80s music, Kyle? I like 80s music. Uh, 1985, how old were you? Negative four. Negative four in 1985. Negative four. Here's what I'm going to learn about Kyle, just a short time that we've been doing this. He's not overly chatty. He is a lot of times, but he's... uh, But there's something today going on with him? He got fired from his job, and his girlfriend broke up with him. All in the same day? Yep. (laughs) Same thing. It's terrible. It's It's like a movie. What else is going to happen? I don't know. Should we do yeah. like our 10 favorite country songs? 10 parking tickets. 10 parking tickets. A bird poops on your head. And then I'm at the bus and it, like, it has a flat tire and then I have to walk. Oh, and then it starts raining. Yeah. And then another bus comes and, and splashes mugged. water on you. 
it's going to be a good day for you. I'm excited. If I were you, I'd just sleep on that couch tonight. Yeah, yeah, don't, leave this, don't leave this. And the place would burn down. Yeah, that's when we have the big 8.7 earthquake. <laughs> yeah. Oh, please don't say that. Um, earthquakes never scared me until I had kids. Because oh, okay. I'm like, I got to get to them. I got to get them. That's the whole thing. Yeah, like I'm like, I can take care of myself. My wife can take care. We can take care of ourselves. But when you got to, I got oh, to get down the hall and get someone else. Have you thought else. about what you're going to do when your kids won't have any water to drink? That's something we should all be thinking about. It is. I'm serious. I don't like to think of it. I don't like, I live, I live right in, I live day to day. I live in the moment. I don't, my brother lives in the past. Some people live in the future. I mean, that's a good thing to be planning ahead. I just, I'm right in the, I'm right here. Well, this is what's happening. Well, right you now. like me, here's what the survivalist told me. Uh, we both have pools. Yes. So you have that's a lot. There's a lot of water there. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it has chlorine. I guess you can probably treat it. Mine has chlorine, but I think can you boil that out? Yeah, or do you get those straws? Like, or you know, because there's not bugs that'll be in it. So if anything, you're just drinking chemical, well, and that probably won't kill you right away. The good part is, if we get I don't to, know, if I don't we get know. to the point where we don't have water. water, and it's going to be the end of days. What I do is I zip tie myself to a lawn chair and I throw myself in the pool. Yeah. And just, just, just figure it out there. Done. Or we get in our cars and we drive to the next state where there's plenty yeah. of water. Right. right. It's also an option. We also live by the ocean too, right? They, they can't figure out how to drink that. But anyway. <laughs> back in 1985, there wasn't problems with water. No. I boogie board. I drink a bunch of It was of the it. time of excess where people were take, taking Perrier water baths. So it's so much water. You uh, you have fourteen songs. I have fifteen. We might we might not get to all of them, but we're gonna try to. So I'm now, gonna let you start. Now, You're the can guest. I, now, can I was very specific too. If if yeah. if this if an album came out in '84 and had a song on it, but that song was a hit in '85, I don't I don't count. Okay, I we don't just count that. I, I so I don't know if you'd research that or not. Yeah, it, but I mean, I just like any homework assignment, I might have got one or two wrong. That's fine because I'm not gonna double check. But also, might. should I? I don't know if I should um, make a case for why I picked some of these songs. Can like, tell anything here's about okay. it. Okay, let me just tell you about in 1985. Uh, I was in high school, but I was one of those kids who I listened to everything. Yeah. By the way, like so, like now everything's like I'm this guy. Well, back then I could listen to a metal, a hair metal mm-hmm. song, and immediately listen to a new wave song, and then switch it to whatever R and B. Like yeah. I never was a. Mm-hmm. It, it, if the song sucked, then it sucked. Well, the great thing is, in 1985, that's how radio was. You'd hear Prince, then you'd hear U2, then yeah. you'd hear Madonna, it, it wasn't... Springsteen, then you'd hear some, you'd hear some metal, some yeah. Def Leppard or something. So I'm, a, I'm all over the board here. And that's some of fine. the songs you're going to hear, you're like, did you actually? Yeah, I did. I made mixtapes. Some of them were very make-out heavy. And, and mm-hmm. you know. Well, Kyle just had a bad breakup today, so if you want to yeah, make so out the, with the, him. There's some, well, there's some songs on here. Kyle might just sit in here in the dark and decide whether he's... I have a song called Handy J, so that might happen tonight. Okay, great. <laughs> so um, go ahead. Go first. Let's hear your little uh, little ramp up. Do I just start with the... the Wherever you want. This the first one? Now, also, I'll tell you this because... As you have Pardo to, would say, it's your day. You have to guess the songs, right? <laughs> no, I don't know. We don't guess. You just hear them? Yeah, okay, because some of the songs I took from YouTube, and it's the beginning of the video. You know how they would try to... So sometimes you might hear talking. Fucking go to iTunes and flop down some of your last comic standing dough and buy a 99-cent song. Well, this was, one this one has official video in the title, so I'll be sure to fast-forward through that okay. one a little bit. Oh, let's see. Okay. No, you, you can play. Why, why don't you start with... Uh, Where do you want me to start? With this song. Can I talk up the post if, if I think I can get... You can just most of mine. You can just start from. Well, you're going to do like a DJ thing. You're going to talk it up until the they start singing. I, I don't do you, know. Do you know how to do that? 
Uh, I mean, I don't have number. Like, I don't know when the song starts. What happened? Did we stop recording? I don't think so. It right. just popped up. So All right. Prepared. So I don't know. I don't have the intro times, but I can feel it. So why don't, why don't you just hit the first one? All right. Okay. Um, I don't know what he's talking about. Hey, everybody. You're listening to Rock Solid. I'm the guest, John Heffern. It's about 825. We're doing a thing where we're going to guess some of the songs from 1985. We're not guessing. Here's my first pick. Maybe one of the greatest artists, 1985. Here it is. Rock solid. God, she's... I just... I, I think this is maybe one of my favorite artists of all time. This is Sadie. Or Charday. For you young kids, it's actually spelled S-A-D-E. But it's pronounced... Right. This came out in 1984. What? Are you serious? Are you July 16th, 1984? They're already the guy is off dark. Are you se- you're, so you're going to check each one? I'm not going to check all of them. But that one doesn't count for something. No, no, it counts. I mean, there's no there's I no prize at the end of the night. I know. Well, smooth I, operator. That's smooth operator. That's smooth right? operator. Yeah. That's a great one. It, right. That's a good like great sound from 1984. There's a little bit of 1984. <laughs> I knew you would do this anyway. I told Pilar all day long. Go, I know he's gonna fucking bring songs. It's not, it's I thought I, I I honestly looked from the get go. That's an endearing thing about John. Doesn't so, fucking listen. But, but that's a good song. <laughs> okay, so, so maybe if you played songs like that, you'd still have a girlfriend. <laughs> uh, for the record, dude, I didn't get broken up with. I don't know so why. sorry, we'll, dude. Yeah, we'll so see. sorry. We'll see. We'll see. It's cool. Okay. Go out for a beer. Um, okay, this is a nineteen. Now I'm worried about all my other songs. No, you're. Fine. They're going to be nineteen eighty four and a half. Funny. Look, let me tell you something. If, if, if all your songs are not from eighty five, that'll be funny. It's a comedy okay. show. All right. Okay, but mine is is from nineteen eighty five. Oh, I'm sorry. Are we boring you, Mister Yawns? <laughs> Kyle with the big yawn. Okay. Um, this is uh, nineteen eighty five. This is the year that Anne and Nancy Wilson of Heart came back. Big comeback album with the self titled album called Heart and this is a song called What About Love You've been Never Are we allowed to sing along with this or is that that's probably annoying to the people listening since I can't sing I, I'm the no one else ever talks over the music but me but I don't mind it She's gonna hit a note here Yeah this part's good What about love? Do you think people in 1985, 1985 from doing this list had a certain vibe? Mm-hmm. Every, every song kind of was that weird, fast, slow song. Yeah. I, you or know, power ballady. Yeah. Do you this big 80s drum sound. Do you think there were strippers that danced to uh, Heart, What About Love in 1985? Or do you think it was all metal? God, I hope so. Hey, one of, speaking of strippers, one of, the, one of the best nights ever at a strip club was with you in St. Louis. First Crack Me Up show. We went to, we P- went to the first P- one. PTs. Oh, yeah, I remember that place. What's PT stand for? Yeah. Prick teasers. Yeah. 
And uh, by the way, you know what? Does it say pussy train? I don't know yeah, why. No, either or. That was a great <laughs> that area, right? Like that's Pardo really was bad Pardo area. was with us. That's it a terrible. A it was really it was bad. St. Louis, right? It's really bad. What were yeah. we doing there? I have no like. Looking back, I'm mad at the 20 year old us for going to that part of we, town. I know. What were we doing in a van full of stereo equipment? Yeah. Seriously, and, and Pardo, and Pardo. <laughs> then we were at we were at Big Al's. Weird. Big Al's. There, there were like five like strip clubs all within a block yeah. of each other, and you could go, and each one had a different. I remember type. this. It was me, you, and Rusty, and these girls were um, <laughs> young, not young like in their teens, but they were they were young comparatively. To, they were like John's age. They were your your age at the time, right? And we they just sat down uh, nude and talked to us, and then they're like, "What are you guys doing?" After you leave. And it wasn't like, what are you guys doing after? It, what, let's fuck. It was, what are you guys doing? And we're like, we're going to go to Steak and Shake and eat. Oh, yeah. And they went with us. They came with us to Steak and Shake. They dressed, but they came. And uh, yeah, that's the kind of stuff that would happen. Bad, what, those girls are just bad decision makers. Yeah. Because it's not like. Steak and Shake's not good for your health. We're not NHL players. So no. like look wise, we're not pulling strippers. No. We didn't pay, we didn't pay for their food. Uh, we're broke. Broke. We were in a van. They just liked our, they liked our company. They just liked our company. They knew we were safe. <laughs> yeah, All right, right, John, you're up. What do you got? Okay. You know what? Uh, I don't know. Tempo wise. 1981. <laughs> Tempo wise. I don't want to do, you know, I don't want to bounce around. So. Do whatever you want, John. Um, Okay. Let's just jump to the very last one just because I want to change up the tempo from the first one. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay, thank no, you. It doesn't. Kyle's got to figure it out. Pat's immediately checking out right now because he well, I looked actually, and I, said... I actually Wikipedia Hooters and I got the Hooters restaurant. <laughs> Here's another ditty coming at you from... 1984 and a half. Here's the Hooters. We dance. This is 1985. Yes. I had day by day on my list, but then I took it off. Hooters is a good. Little trivia for you. Pat's Pat's car at the time we did crack me up. Mm -hmm. The odometer was broken. I didn't find this out till about 10 years after it happened. So we would do thing where you'd have to drive 200 miles, right? And then you would switch. And then you'd have to put $20 of gas in. That was just how we did it. When Pat would drive, he would play the drums on the dashboard. On the dashboard, the super hard odometer would move. Song. And he would he would cheat on the 200 miles cuz it would just make it like go yeah. five, six miles. The other guys are sleeping, it. so when they wake up, they're like, how fast were you driving? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I don't know, man. There's just no traffic. <laughs> Buzz through it. This is a good song. That is a good song. It's a good album. Hooters' uh, Nervous Night. Here's a trivia question for you. The uh, title track, Nervous Night, was not on the uh, first uh, pressings of the album or the CD. Really? Yeah, that's hmm. right. Um, here's a dude uh, who just likes to be casual. He just likes to, uh, he's not big on dressing up. Uh, his name's Phil Collins. It's from the album No Jacket Required. <laughs> and this is, uh, this is Don't Lose My Number. All these songs have an 80s vibe. Some of them have an 85 vibe. Some of them, not so much. <laughs> 
Is he singing about the same guy as Steely Dan sings about? Ricky, don't lose that number. This is the same guy. He just doesn't name check him. Billy. Ricky, don't you lose my number? I love solo Phil Collins, and you Genesis nerds can suck it because I love it. How many more words? I mean, even hearing th- these three songs that we've heard right now compared mm-hmm. to now, I'm going to sound like an old geezer. Songs mm-hmm. now, yeah. there's like a billion. I know nothing about writing songs, but it seems like there's a billion more words in these songs yeah. than the songs that are out now. I know. Yeah. In the 70s, there's probably even more than the 80s, you yep. think, right? Yeah, yeah. So every decade, it just gets very less wordy. In a God of Vida. Yeah, it's very wordy. Okay. It's not even a word. Someone just made a word up. All right. Let's. Uh, is, that, is that a word? Here, here's Kyle. You don't want to be here tonight, do you? I'm fine. Yeah, we're gonna. Were you in traffic on the way? How was yeah. traffic coming up here? It was. It was a long drive. It was. How long did it take you? Four hours. <laughs> no, it took me like an hour and a half. No, nah, that's. I'm sorry. You got to find a different way. You got to weigh it. Do yeah. ways. So unsafe that ways. These people go. Oh, I got to check in. I got to see this guy and like look at the road. I pull out my Ram McNally and it gets <laughs> me where I need to go. go. Scott, we're just going to need you to up the energy because people are listening, you know, you, because, it, because it's just auditory through the mm-hmm. ears. You yep. know, you have to almost over it. That's why That's right. I've, I'm talking in performer talk and doing weird stuff with my voice. <laughs> that way it keeps people because it's, it's all a play in people's head. So this song uh, right here um, I picked because I would write the lyrics to this song in notes that I would pass in between class. And very rarely did I get busted. There's a couple on my list Mm -hmm. that I did this. Very rarely did I get busted for plagiarism, uh, where I could get away. This, this. No wait, you would you would write these lyrics and give them to give them to a girl, girl, and And she would write a note back that said, "That's from '84." (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly. (laughs) She's like, "Why are you writing me that?" Yeah, see, Um, there you go. Kyle's coming. He's coming alive. Waking up a little bit. He's like, "Yeah, there's a lot of girls in Los Angeles." You'll find one. someone, dude. Um, so th- this song I was definitely on a makeout list, okay. uh, mixtape, but I would also, you know, write write the, write the lyrics to this. If you wanna. Let's hear it. I hope it's Wango Tango. <laughs> Is this it? That's it. We're playing slow songs. 1985, rock solid with Pat Francis. Here's Jack Wagner's All I Need. I wrote this Kissing you was not what I had planned I wrote this on a note And now I'm not so sure I'm not so sure Just where I You looking it up? Oh Are you guys Just know it (laughs) (laughs) Now you're looking at me Was it 1983? 84 Okay so far I'm scoring I have 20% on this exam It'll be easy to edit uh, the parts out I don't like. <laughs> I don't edit anything, John. What do you think of this song? This song's okay. I mean, I this mean, song's it's, good. It's, he, was a, he was a soap star. Right. Um, and he put out an album. Right. And this cassette was very... I remember I might even got it through Columbia Records and tapes. There's some of these artists that I immediately associate with, with that. He was on. He was. And on I've po- seen him in Los Angeles a million times. He was on Podcastathon two years ago. He's a great guy. Yeah, really nice. So that's that's little um, Well, then for mine, Kyle, we're gonna flip the next two because I'm gonna play a song from from 1980. Fucking yeah, I'm, 
This is, uh, oh. just play it. John loves this guy. I love this guy. This is my dream guest for the podcast, and let's hear a little bit of this guy. Oh, my God. I have none of him on this list. And he's probably, I probably know every one of these songs. Yeah. Hands down. This is State of the Heart from Rick Springfield, also a soap guy. My podcast that I stopped doing is called The State I'm In. I want to talk about that in a little bit. But there's a lyric from this song that's in my podcast. That's where I got, came up with The State I'm In. Yep. It's coming up right here. So I'll shut up. Little trivia about that. My only concert T-shirt I've ever bought ever was Rick Springfield Tao, um, which that was the That's, album that yeah. this was on at uh, Pine Knob in Michigan. So if you guys want to guess what T-shirt John's wearing, <laughs> yeah, that's the one. <laughs> um, and by by the way, Rick Springfield would be. I just want to sit in on that if you ever get him. We did a thing when we did Detroit. That is not happening. When we did radio, where we had a thing called Second Chance Prom, where you could win tickets to a, a prom that our station put on, but it was mm-hmm. all for people. They wore their old prom stuff, or if they never went to prom. Mm-hmm. And Rick Springfield performed at it. Uh, he was the entertainer. And that dude rocked. Like, I don't know how old he was at the time, but he, he, he sold it. He had his shirt off. Did the thing where you leaned into the crowd and they caught you and then they push you back up, and, you know? Yeah, he uh, he does a thing I've talked about it before where people will give him uh, a bouquet of roses and he'll play the guitar with the roses and the petals fly all over the place. I think uh, Kyle went. Um, mm-hmm. Kyle, me, Kyle, and a uh, uh, co-host Mike Siegel. We saw Rick do a uh, an acoustic uh, storyteller's performance in Santa what? Monica. Yeah, it's great. What he got his autograph. You see the documentary? He's got a new oh, yeah, docu- yeah, yeah. documentary. I've, yes, I've seen that. He was also, just this past week, he was on True Detective. Did you watch True Detective last week? I didn't. Well, I'm one behind. Oh. Mm. Well, he's in it. And you you might not... Re- now you'll know who it is, but okay. but before you might not. I saw him at an airport. killer. No. Okay, John. Let me... Really, real quick. I had been trying to get this show on All Things Comedy Network for a long time, and I couldn't do it. So, John... Um, he decides to have a brand new podcast and he immediately gets on all things comedy. And again, I get it. You, you have a comedy presence that makes sense. I understand that. Mm-hmm. So John, uh, he calls me and talk, we talk podcasting a little bit. And I told him, I said, look, the only thing I'm going to tell you is stay consistent. <laughs> I said, pick a day yeah, that's what he said. and put it up that day. I go, when Seinfeld was on, it, it was always on Thursday. It wasn't like some, ah, it's on Sunday this week. It was, yeah. it's always, so stay consistent. So I just, uh, so John, John put John put up seven episodes. They were good. I okay. put a lot of no, time no, in. Here. I want to read guess. this because on iTunes they have the dates that these went up. Mm. You put one up August sixteenth, and then the next one went up September sixth, which is about three weeks later. Then you went. Then you went. Then then you went September fourteenth, so close to a week away. And then the next one was September twenty first. So you're on it. I'm on it. And then October 2nd, which I think you missed a week. And then here's, this is the part that is crazy to me. The last two, one went up October 7th, and the next one went up October 8th. 
And then never Done. again. Done. <laughs> never again. This couldn't. My, I, I don't have advice on a lot of things because I don't right. know anything. But, but that my one advice, you couldn't even take I it. Not, I don't I believe him. Come close. Fuck that guy. He yeah. doesn't know what well, he's talking about. It's obvious about. because I'm picking 1984 songs. <laughs> this, so. That is so. And look, he got some good reviews here. Look at this guy. Hilarious. One says, guy says, great. No problem with A lot my, of your fans just like a one-word review, yeah. I'm finding. Uh, the, the thing with my podcast is because so many, you have a thing with this podcast. It's, you, people know what they're getting. You I have to hear hook. some music. Yes. If, when you, if you're just a comic, it's like, I don't want to interview other comics and say, hey, what's real? Just, just, just every, uh, that's everybody does right. that. And I'm every, doing that tonight. It's boring. Yeah. So the, <laughs> then every comic, you know, ends up talking about pot should be legal and isn't porn good. And it's, I, get, I personally get bored <laughs> or like, hey, I bet you guys didn't know I can swear. Let's swear the entire podcast like that stuff. Right. That's and then luckily podcasts now we've got but I don't have a thing, so that's why when I did the state I'm in, I was to be like, I'm gonna talk about whatever mental state I'm in. And, and the actual state you're in. And then the too. state I'm and then and I was just like, Why hook. am I doing this? And then I look at like <laughs> how many people are listening and I'm like, Seriously, I just put in all this and forty two people downloaded my Martha Quinn one. Like it's you know, that one actually but so I'm like, Why? Yeah. Yeah. I so then, I Pat Francis was on one of those. I'm sure 26 people down like that. But anyway. no, but a lot of people like if I would have stuck with I yeah. did one kind of when everybody started that yeah. that uh, that thing. And then I did one with John Reap. Yeah, it was the last podcast. You, you've done three different. And it, that one was like a morning show. We purposely did it like a morning, morning show, show because yeah. I was hoping, well, maybe we can syndicate this show yeah. as a nighttime show on real radio. Sure, I had like sense. a plan. Totally makes sense. Nothing. Well, let me ask you something other than uh, besides like I love music. Can't yeah. play music, but I love music. It's it's all I ever do or read or talk about. I love yeah. it. So, what is that thing for you? I don't know. That's the problem. I'm kind of this sound, sound. You know, I, I think about like what I do for hobbies. Yeah, what do you do for hobbies? Um, I shoot guns. I go to <laughs> Krav Maga. I know. Like, okay. so then it gets very okay. right wingy. Yeah. Even though I'm not that way. Yeah. It but doesn't so have to I be. Maybe you, you bring but a that's why I like wing the, take on guns. You, the, do you own a gun at your house? Yes. You own a gun. Own a gun. Yeah. Why own, do you own a gun? I own several. Why? Um, why? I do... Don't tell me it's to protect yourself in some case someone breaks I do a lot of tactical stuff. I enjoy, like, house clearing. Special weapons and tactics? Yeah. Like, SWAT? Yeah, like that. I do that type of... You know, there's classes you can take where okay. you learn how. I just enjoy, like, doing the obstacle course. We got to shoot the targets okay. and then reload and All run. Right. It's more so All right. c- completely more sport. Yeah. But sport. also, that's I don't cool. like hunting or killing yeah. like things. So that's why I don't use guns to hunt. Right. I do it all. And, and, you don't have, and look, you don't have children at your house. No. So that's cool. That's the biggest problem with, with gun people is like, people are like, well, we don't want them to pass a background check. But then prove to me you know how to operate a gun safe. Because <laughs> right. 90% of the time, the kid gets a hold of a gun that their parents have behind, yeah. behind a pillow. That drives me crazy. Yeah. Even though I don't have kids. Nobody has access to to my guns but me. Yeah, there so. was a there was a great uh, there was a great viral video. You have to look it up. It's a, it's a guy goes into a goes into an office. Oh, is it that senator? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> guy goes into an office and he's and he has a gun and he shoots one person and everyone else in the office is running out of the office and it's it's like a musket. So he has to stop and. Empty it and load it before, and then it, and then the chyron that comes up is uh, guns have changed, so should the gun laws, and that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. It yeah. does. I mean, we can't have the same. Oh boy, we're gonna hear it. 
different from people. This is just my opinion, folks. You can't have the same exact gun laws that you had in the 1700s as you have now. It just can't be the same. Oh, you're right? not going to round up the different. militia in case yeah. things go bad? Well, here, here's like I own guns and I'm constantly I have even gun magazines. Do you, do you have a gun on you right now? I have no idea. What if he did? What if he just get what if he just like one of those movies where the guy just <laughs> put it like down, the, you caught me. The Punisher put puts all there. his guns There's out. another one in your ankle and yeah, I got to pull out that. He's got one. a knife in his back. But I'm one of the I have zero problem with if you have to if I got to go take a test or if you got to look at my yeah, eyeballs yeah. to right. see if I just I got zero problem with that. Right. People always go, "Well, if the government, you know what? The government has drones. There's nothing you can own if <laughs> no. the government decide you your host." Right. So there's nothing yeah. You're gonna you're gonna be throwing rocks at tanks like yeah. every other country. So <laughs> well, relax. I don't know how you would bring comedy to an all gun podcast. No, so let's I would. That. So, so that's else? why I like the the, so the, the, the I, I like the the state I'm in because it's all you know people go through mental things, mm-hmm. whether positive. Or good. There's always something going on in somebody's life. Right. I just need to to stick with that. I like that original. Oh, are you saying consistency? Yeah, I just need right. to stick with it. I still like music, but you got that going. I do. Your turn, by the way. You can play a song. Okay. I just played Rick Springfield. Let's just play uh, the next one. Uh, this one, I just saw it, and I was like, eh, I like the song. And then you know what to do, Kyle. Look uh. it up. <coughs> do you know this one? Fellow Detroiter. Notorious for not paying bills at restaurants. Is that true? Yeah. I don't know who this is yet. This one checks out. Okay. Yes. They clear the background check. Aretha Franklin doesn't pay her bills. Yes. At a restaurant. Yeah, that happens a lot. You can, and you know she's not having like a small plate or something. No, you can Google that. She's notorious in in Detroit for not paying stuff. And they let her get away with it. Well, that is she lot. has respect. She's not having a side salad. I guess the question is, who's Zooming who? Aretha's Zooming restaurants. That's what that means. I don't know what Zooming means in this song. It's banging, right? Who's fucking who? I'm going to dedicate my next song to someone. This Tom. is this is my BFF. This is Tom, my, my bestie, Tom. He's worry. up in the San Francisco area. He's a fireman. He's a real hero. It's, that guy's a fucking hero. Yeah. And uh, this is a band I know he loves. Uh, I just like a few songs, Tom. Maybe you can turn me on to more of them. But this is a band called Y&T. I don't even know what Y&T stands for. Y-N-T? Y and then an ampersand T. You can look, look it up, it up while we play it. Okay, and this is a song from Down for the Count. This is called Summertime Girls. I love metal when it sounds like this. This reminds me of every awesome 80s movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah it has like just that feel. Don't Stand, turn that down. Stands for Yesterday and Today. Yesterday and Today. Probably got a little, some, some cymbal action yeah. in there. He's got a glove on, like a drummer's yeah, glove. He's probably twirling with a stick. Yeah. Right. Right here. Got some keyboard in there. This makes me want to get a convertible and drive up the coast. You got to have four girls in that convertible, yeah. buddy, just like in this video. Yeah. I could listen to this whole fucking song. Yeah, it's just a good song. <laughs> 
I'm I'm actually gonna go home and and purchase that song. Got to get summertime girls. Who, who are the, summertime girls? Yeah, summer. Yeah, yeah summertime. It's by Y and T. Y and T. Y and T. Okay. What? <laughs> You're up, buddy. Man, okay, I have a feeling that I'm gonna be wrong on this one. <laughs> so, th- this song I just tell you reminds me of of dances in the high school gym. Getting a little bit of a chub while you're dancing, and then having to untuck your shirt and slowly back away from her. This Jeez, is back how when big, kids. How big is your chub? You yeah, can untuck well, your yeah. Shirt. Well, that way, she, so she couldn't see it. Matt this is Belknap. back when kids backed away when they got chubs. Matt Belknap said the funniest thing to me one day, and I don't. I'm, I'm paraphrasing it. He said it to part of my and we fucking, you know, when you laugh till you cry because you yeah. just it's so funny. We were yeah. just in a car. Yeah, it wasn't in front of people, but he goes, "I would like to go back to high school." And apologize to all those girls that I rubbed my boner against when we were dancing. It was just like, oh, yeah, what the fuck? That was back when, like, dancing slow with a girl. Like, that was, like, that's all you kind of live for. Like I remember. Like, to have that feeling back. Like, yeah, we're adults and we could. We could totally get it if we want. We're married. You know what I mean? Like, I know. There's something. Can we? I know. um, I know these. uh, I know I've told stories before, so I'm going to tell this one again. There was was always a girl I would want to ask to slow dance. Yeah. And then I would I wouldn't ask you know it was scary it yeah, was yeah. scary and my friend my friend Mark Figarelli was good he, he sounds like a guy who yeah asked girls Italian Figarelli. black hair yeah he always had a mustache mustache since fourth grade like yeah Tom Selleck mustache yeah he would always he would do this every time he'd say if you don't ask her next time I'm going to yeah that's that's go, a Figarelli type move and then I would because I knew he would yeah that's good he didn't even like her. So then I tricked him one day. I go, I'm going to ask the captain of the football team to dance. And he goes, if you don't ask him, I will. And wow. they're married now to yeah. this day. Wow. Okay. And, and now they can do it legally. <laughs> That's good. All right. Let's hear this okay, song from 83 song. or 84. Yeah. I, had, uh, I have a feeling it's going to be 84. This is a, uh, a tough call. I think it's. It first appeared on a soundtrack in 83 from, from the movie Night in Heaven. 83! And then it was on Reckless in 84. So it's not even, it's not even close to 85. It reached number one in 85. It's a technicality. This song is so <laughs> it's good, a technicality. This song just makes me happy. He sang this when I saw him. What was the audience doing? Sitting. <laughs> Sitting because they're all old. <laughs> they their oxygen tanks and their wheelchairs, the scooters. Every one of my songs would be 1983. <laughs> I've, I've, I'm looking at this list. Now that's all I'm thinking about every why song. Didn't, why didn't you just say, hey, could we do 1983? I didn't like pick the You're thing. more I than just... happy to do it. How I... long is that show going to go? Next, next Wednesday at this time, we're recording with Pardo. How long is that show going to be? It's going to be a four-hour show. You should, though. We'll, at, this point, at this point in that show, we'll have just started playing music. <laughs> yeah. It's good, All though. right. If it's entertaining, people can listen to it. This like, is a this song. One, not so much. No, this is good. Okay. This is fine. I mean, once I edit you out, it'll be fine. <laughs> and I'll, I'll bring Kyle up in the mix yeah. when he said hey. Yeah. And, mm. and then we'll just... Um, 
So this is a song. Uh, I'm not a big. I'm not a big Beach Boys fan because I, 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 I. Maybe I need to get into their catalog a little more. I only know the hits, which all seem to be about surfing. Yeah. And that going to the thing. going to the beach. They were consistent and they had a thing, unlike my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this is from their self titled album that came out in. Uh, no, it's not. It's not. Check that. It's from an album called Sounds. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute Sounds of Summer. Sounds of Summer. Are you sure it wasn't Pet Sounds of Summer? No, no, no. Came out in 1985 though, and I remember hearing this song on the radio, and I love this song, and I still love it, and it uh, it's called Get You Back. Wow. They break they break some new territory with the song. <laughs> This is from 55. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Sounds very generic, maybe, but I love, love it. And Brian Wilson was in the band at this point, doing those background vocals. Ever get you back? Who are they writing for at this point in the eighties? Were they 18, writing for their old fans? You know, so now in the eighties, their their older fan or yeah. their original fans are fifty yeah. or are they forty? Yeah, I, I guess. All I, I know, know is when Kokomo came out, they got they got a lucky shot in the arm with Kokomo. Yeah, yeah, that's a fun song. And that you know, most of the sucks. You know, most that's of fun, the though. most of the places in that song aren't even real places. Aruba. Jamaica? <laughs> I know that I know who I want to take you is not a place. Because I try. I, I thought, looked. Is it Kokomo a fake place? Kokomo might be a fake one place. Of the, one of the songs. Kokomo might be. It doesn't what, really exist. That might be what I order when I go to Starbucks. Yeah, yeah there we go. Um, I get a nice Kokomo. I don't know if I want you to. I'm going to have you skip the next one and go to the next one. I don't, I don't know if any of these are. Let's just. Coco, there's a Kokomo, Arkansas. You guys might have gotten beaten up there. <laughs> we we could have. There's one in Hawaii that would make sense. That'd probably be the okay, most. Okay, then I'm yeah, then I'm wrong. that's where it is. I don't remember my trivia from. Uh, skip uh, the one after Brian Adams and go right to the next one, just because I'm changing up the um, the speed it's of this. Calling an audible, uh, okay. Just to, you know, change up the tone. This one kind of Every, everybody. You guys can't see it. Everybody's shaking their head as if they know that this is. Not 1985. I do know that it's not. I do. You do. You do. You do. You do. You do. You Kyle's yawning. Hates it. He yawns out every, every time we record at night. That's why I got rid of him for two episodes. <laughs> I, I could have recorded during the day. That would have been <laughs> Okay, you can play this one out so we can get to my next one. It's very popular in 1973. Hold on, I'm, I'm tweeting right now. You're tweeting? Yeah, I'll tell you what I'm tweeting. Pat's tweeting. Kyle's yawning. I'm just pretty much here by myself. Nobody's engaged in this conversation. I don't even know how to spell the word I want to tweet. That's embarrassing. Yeah. If only you had a device in front of you that you could Oh, no, check. here we go. I got it. I got it. I put, I'm tweeting right now. So far, at John Heffern songs are all off topic. Hashtag 
Disaster. <laughs> Which word couldn't you spell? I couldn't spell disaster. I put the hashtag there and then it threw me off. <laughs> I was like, wait, there's not a hashtag in this word. <laughs> All right. Since uh, I want to I flip the... Uh, since we talked about Kokomo and, uh, and shit songs, I want to flip... I want to flip the next two, Kyle. Get off your... Te- who are you texting? she getting back with you? Do you think you <laughs> can ever get her... Left. Do you think she can ever get her back? Get your back. Well, I, I'm going to definitely write some of these lyrics down on John's thing. Yeah. Should pass her I think you should ask her who's zooming who. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's the yeah. problem. And then yeah, get you back. Yeah. Okay, so flip my next two and play this song. Um, the, the craptastically spectacular song from the album Knee Deep in the Hoopla by Starship. Oh, yeah. Play it. This is my favorite part of this song. I love this song. I wish you could almost play it to the, my favorite part, which I know how to do. Is it Marconi? Wrecking Ball? No, it's the middle part. We say it, co-written by Bernie Toppin from Elton John fame. Kyle Kokomo or We Built This City? Oh, We Built This City. It's a, it's a catchy song. I like this song. There's two versions. There's the version where they would leave this part blank. Oh, no, a little bit later. And they would let local DJs, like, so if you're playing on your station, you yeah. can do your station stuff during it. And then they have this version that actually has the guy in it. But that's what they did. Okay, cool. Yeah, the part when it's coming up, I don't think we'll play it. That part where it's like cool music, and then they're like, we're looking over the Golden Gate Bridge and others. City Rock City that never stops. <laughs> like, like local re- DJ right. guys would do that part. That's a good part. I think that's cool. Is that cool or is that not cool? I think, it, I think it's cool. I love 80s DJ talk. I, it's I right here. I don't... What? What's up? I don't know. Oh, I, no, it's, it's right after this. Okay. It's a good part if you've never heard it. Yeah, play it. Because all mine are 19 Free use allows us to play 90 seconds. We're already two minutes in. Right here. Oh, no. Okay. What if we get a cease and desist from Starship? Put it down. John's going to get our whole show shut down. (laughs) Everyone gives that a bad rap. They say that's the worst song of the 80s. It's... That's not the worst. No, no. Blinded no, by science. Are you kidding me? Blinded by science. I think it's the worst. Not that one. big a fan of Blinded by Science. Science. Okay, here's That's the one that I would turn <laughs> off of MTV. Not 1985. I know how you guys are sticklers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's the one song. Every time I hear, it's I go. Okay, I should probably go do homework. Yeah, is uh, the Who Eminence Front. Oh, dude, I love that song. I like it better bam, now. Bam, bam, bam. But for whatever reason, I like a lot of music that I didn't like when I was yeah. that age because it just didn't resonate with me. But I do like it now. Then you reach in it, yeah. It's not that great of a video. It's not that stellar of a video to watch either. They're just kind of it's a sound check. They're just standing at yeah. sound check. But you know it's it's a put It's a put on. It's a put it's a on. Yeah, come and join the yeah. Party. How pissed off is Roger Daltrey too? They release a single and it sounds and sing and lead. <laughs> come on, you fucking old codger. I'm the singer. You already got all the publishing. Let me do what I do. Yeah. What's did, next for you? This, How are you going to follow up with this city? We're not going... Um, we're going to go back to 82? No, yeah, we'll go to uh, this one. Okay. Which is going to be wrong. Let's just... You know, <laughs> I'm going to just enjoy the rest of the songs knowing that none of them were 1985. Happy Canadian Day, everybody. You're, you're fine with this one, I think. <laughs> So I'm at this was actually this was on my list. 
is a good song, man. It is a good song. Just a little more time is all we're asking Yep, June 14th, 1985. Yes. And the album Boy in the Box, Corey Hart. He just fell off. Like, he did this album and then said, I'm done. He basically. had like two more and then just nothing really happened. We couldn't see anything. This album went platinum in the U.S. It's a million copies for you youngsters. <laughs> Nobody goes platinum anymore. The song went to number three in the U.S. This is his highest charting single. More than uh, Sunglasses? Yes, Sunglasses was number seven. It Ain't Enough is number 17. This guy's like David Duchovny if he had a spiky haircut. Yeah. I read somewhere that he had like a pretty rich wife, and he was just like, I'm not I'm not working. I don't need to. And he probably made decent cash back then off of this, so. Yep. If you have a top 10 song, uh, I read somewhere that you can make anywhere from, two, like, 20,000 or 30,000 plus a year mm-hmm. for the rest of your life just wow. on that song that, that if it makes it to a top 10. Here, I'll read you something. These are, all, compl- these are all solid. I might have just made that up. These are all solid Corey Hart songs. Here we go. Sunglasses at Night. Okay, that's it, a- it Ain't Enough. Never Surrender. Everything in My Heart. I Am By Your Side. Uh, in Your Soul. Those are all, I mean, they're all basically the same type of a song, but those are all solid. If you buy his uh, best of, you, you'll, you'll be pleased with the... <laughs> about three songs <laughs> Okay let me uh, I don't know why he didn't play that On the heels of uh, Rick Springfield We could have got Wagner, Springfield and Hart If Rick Springfield goes on tour He brings Corey Hart along in the opening slot That's a that's a win Wagner, Springfield and Hart sounds like a law firm but it's Like <laughs> Kentucky Those guys represented me I, had, I, had, I got sued by, uh, by uh, Starship For playing too much of their song Alright this, uh, this is a band That they would call a super group Okay. Uh, part uh, part Duran Duran, part um, is it Chic? I think it's part Duran Duran, part Chic. This is the Power Station. This oh, is yeah. Some Like It Hot. Oh, of course, Robert Palmer. Rock in peace, Robert Palmer. No longer with us. What do you think of this song? You're a buzzkill tonight. <laughs> You're a downer. You sick of this kid? <laughs> Do you not like it because it has horns in it? Uh, or because he goes, oh, are you gonna? Is that, Some is like that... it hot. It's about pussy. So it's not about the movie? <laughs> no. Oh. Did you think it was about that old time movie? Yeah, I did. Who's in that Some Like It Hot movie? Who's in that? Uh, Marilyn Monroe. It's probably one of your dad's favorites. Let me ask you, did your dad ever ask why I edited out all the grandfather talk in the Father's Day episode? I don't even think he... He didn't even remember it, he, did he? No, he was like, I listened to that. See, and because that it's, so, it. it's so easy to edit the file that I... I mean, I clipped it out like a piece of cake. You wouldn't even know John's in this. <laughs> no, I don't even know if that's a phrase that I just said. I clipped it out like it's a piece of cake. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm talking about. Your Tony, turn, John. Tony you Curtis play the next and Jack one. Lemon. Tony, mm-hmm. Tony Curtis and Jack Lemon. They dress up as women. Mm-hmm. It's legal now. Caitlin. <laughs> God bless Caitlin. Just play the next one. You can just hit it. What do you got? Oh, just go? Go for yeah. it. Yeah. This is the one that you uh, skipped over? No. Okay. 
I don't think I'm going back to that because I think it's wrong. Mike Siegel favorited the uh, hashtag disaster tweet. (laughs) (laughs) I think he might have a winner. Are you checking it out? (laughs) This is Glenn Fry solo. Are you looking at what are you doing? Are you social networking? No, I'm looking. He's it checking up. his ex girlfriend's Facebook page to see if she checked yeah. in any place weird that yeah. he's never been to. Are you changing your? She uh, checked into PTs, <laughs> which is weird. <laughs> Just to work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, she's got a shift. <laughs> but just remember, no matter what any girl does to you, Kyle, you, you belong to the city. Can we get that? Okay, is this eighty-five. Up. You belong to yeah, the eighty-five. Yes. Len Fry Solo sucks though. I'm I not a fan of him. I mean, this is cream of the crop for him solo. But you you put this next to Boys of Summer, it's not even a fucking battle. <laughs> Boys of Summer fucking kills it. Do you agree with that? I agree with it. Kyle, Boys of Summer, you belong to the city. Boys of Summer. Fucking deadhead sticker on a Cadillac. This guy's fucking singing about whatever. This is when... I know, I know what Don Henley likes better. <laughs> <laughs> this, um... Glenn Fry douched out too. He he worked out. He got in shape, and then he used to do Bally with Bally's fitness ads. When we were look that up, Andrew Rich put a picture of Glenn Fry if you can find with him in an ad for Bally's. Okay, you can. Uh, Andrew you can Rich does our show notes. Great kid, love him. I'm going to adopt him. <laughs> okay. Right. Andrew Rich, give that kid an allowance. Guy works hard for zero. Of who? Oh, you got the Bally's ad? Yeah. Let's hear it. This is going to be from Bernie from Bernie's Workout World. Check out our Baker's Dozen sale. This seems fake. Oh, maybe it's not. Speaking of Bernie's. Luckily, there's a place where value isn't just about what you pay. At Bally, it's about what you get. A fitness coach like me to get you motivated. Must like all my songs I picked. This is not from a waste of time. Well, it was called Bally's commercial. Hey, you have a sponsor. Was that your first sponsor you ever got? Yeah, thanks, Bally's. You know, hey, look, if there's a Bally's in your area, go out, mention Rock Solid, you'll get a discount. It's going to be nineteen ninety nine a month. You get to use the pool, get to use everything. <laughs> can't shower there, can't have towel service, but everything else you get to do. It's rock solid yeah, at Bally's. This is an artist. This next artist, this is not, I don't, I don't dislike this artist. He's just not really on my radar, and I know people love him. I do like him when he was with Black Sabbath, but I don't like him solo that much, but I do like this song. This is a rock and peace, rotting James Dio. How is that guy dead and Ozzy still walks the earth? This is called Hungry for Heaven. Yeah, I love this. God, am I allowed to talk over these things? You can. You know, he... Uh, That's enough. <laughs> he invented the... Um, the devil horn. The devil horn with your yeah. finger. Gene Simmons will tell you different. Yeah, Gene Simmons will tell you different. John knows Gene. Yeah. Gene will tell you different. I've been to Gene's house. Let's ask. You know what? I want to ask Ace Freely. 
okay. who he thinks invented the devil horn. Now, Ace, uh, Gene says he invented it, but I say, uh, I say Ronnie James Dio did. Ace, do you agree that Dio invented it? Sure, baby. Thank you. <laughs> now, let me ask, let me ask, I got to ask that Kravitz a question, too. That way, if we get two people to agree. Okay. Um, Lenny, uh, Gene Simmons uh, said that he, uh, he invented the devil horns. What do you say to that? Fuck you. All right. See, Gene? So Gene did not do it. It's two people. It's two people. Who played on this Hungry for Heaven song? Vivian Campbell, currently um, having some cancer issues, but he's still on the road with Def Leppard. And uh, Vinny Apice is on that record. I like that Dio song, too. I think I know why you like it. Why? And don't like some others, because I don't like the Dio songs that are like about dragons and wizards. Dragons and, I think and elves. Lot, it's, like, it's like listening to a uh, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings, heavy metal Lord yeah. of the Rings. All the heavy. metal songs back then had that he's type of... He's kind of like, yeah, he's kind of yeah, like a heavy metal hobbit, yeah. Ronnie James Dio. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> radio. <laughs> How long were you? When you were on the radio, you did the morning shift? Yeah. How long was that? Uh, what time did you start? We started, Some days it was two to seven. <laughs> Some days. <laughs> yeah, and then I wouldn't show up for like a week up. or two. Sometimes we did it at night. Uh, we started at 5.30 in the morning and got done at 9 or 10. It kind of it changed. And then it turned to 6 to 9. And, the, you know, just... But of course it changed. John's involved. Yeah. <laughs> what time did you go to bed at night? Uh, uh, I was in bed. Keep in mind, I was a lot younger. Yeah. So I would go home. So I would do a lot of bar appearances. So you'd show okay. up at a bar and you'd be there for two hours and you got paid. And were the Jägermeister girls there giving the shots th- out? Yeah. So then you would drink and then yeah. I would, if I was drunk, then I would get to the station mm-hmm. and I'd sleep in the parking lot because yeah. I know I would never make it home. Yeah. And then so, but keep in mind, I was, I was a younger man back then. I, I just thought of another crack me up story. We were at a bar one night where they had waitresses come around. They had test tubes of shots. <laughs> okay. And this girl, you were doing a shot or Rusty McGarry was doing a shot or whatever. And I sneezed over the whole entire tray of these test tube shots. And I was like, holy fuck, am I going to have to pay for all this? And she just, she just, she just, she was fucking pissed. But I think she just went and sold them. That's funny. So, yeah. So what you're So if anyone has AIDS... Yeah. Well, it's alcohol it kills all that. That's true. So then when she went to those people and said, uh, hey, do you want some shots? They they have no snot in them. She was misleading uh, these people. That's right. Would you like some, She actually, for the rest of the night, she goes, would you like some snot? I did a radio thing to Kyle, oh. who doesn't know oh. what I'm doing. That was that was cute. Oh, you want to start over? Pull, put, put, no, do, it's good. Do it again. Do it again. Ramp it up again. Um, I kind of need to hear the, the song. The, w- so what she did is she went around and she said these shots were really good and there's no snot in them. And, and I happen to think that she uh, misled everybody. Well, you guys can't check fast enough whether I'm wrong about these dates. I, I'm not even typing anything. It's a good song about this song. Who's the artist? Do you know it? I don't think I do know this artist. This would be cool in the gang, misled. 1978. What? What? 84. Shit. From the album Emergency? Yeah. Google tells me they don't even have an album in 85. 84 and 86. 
Oh, I thought you said every year but 1985. Now I remember the album cover. I remember this album cover, but yeah. I, I don't know this. Uh, I don't know this song. How did Cool and the Gang make money? Because there were like 400 guys on stage. They opened for Van Halen in 2007 when Van Halen went on tour. Oh, really? Yeah. Dave wanted them. Dave wanted to have one singer on the tour, so they had Cool and the Gang. That, that song stands up. Like, that's still... It's not a bad song. You hear it, you get a, you know... It takes me right back to 1984 every time I hear it. <laughs> Okay, my this next band. This is a band that I've I've never heard an entire album by this band, but I do have uh, I do like their hit songs. And in '85, cheap trick. <laughs> no, in '85 they uh, they had a huge uh, album that was a uh, very uh, got a lot of play, got a lot of play on MTV, and the videos were cool. And this is a band called Talking Heads, and the album was Little Creatures. This is Road to Nowhere. Like, David Byrne's singing voice is not the kind of voice that I gravitate to. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not saying he can't sing. He can sing. It's just it's not one of the... Not. Yeah, yeah. You can just hear him rolling his eyes in his voice. I know. He rocked it out during the MTV era. Yeah. All of his videos were really good. I mean, like when I when I want a male voice, I go more for like you know Louis Armstrong. That's what I like. So the next one, hi. Little uh, trivia about th- this group. Their album cover came the, out in 1984. Yeah, probably <laughs> at this point, let's just assume. Uh, so their album cover uh-huh. uh, was actually. In front of, and I didn't notice this till afterwards. The house that I had to live in during Last Comic Standing. Really, it was a castle in the middle of the Hollywood Hills, and I know it. Like I've seen porn mm-hmm. that is shot in this castle, where yeah. I go, oh, I, that's that was mine in Jay London's room. Go, oh, but, I said, but that this chair. group had, and I listened to this all the time. Was in front of this, the same house I lived in. So when I was I in nineteen eighty four, when this song was on, I never thought that I would be. In the castle that they all took a picture in front of. I have no idea who it is. Do you know who this is? It's the time, right? Mm-hmm. <coughs> what do you got? Oh, it's 84. Oh, it's 84? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just assumed we were... What time is it? Por- time for porn. <laughs> time to shoot porn. It's from the album Ice Cream Castle. That's why they're in front of a castle. Also, the castle in Last Comic Season 2 was also the castle they used in... Um, in uh, uh, oh, Spinal Tap. Oh, okay. The castle was in the background when they were, inter- you know, always talking about their drummers and stuff. It was also mm-hmm. the same castle in Spinal Tap. I just repeated it twice. You're a Star Wars guy, right? Mm-hmm. You love the Star Wars. Yeah. What? Um, just want to tell you that you excited for the new movie? I am actually. That's just, what I wanted to tell you. There's a new movie coming out. <laughs> 
No, uh, when we had uh, the guitarist from Toto on, his, uh, his the lead singer of Toto, his name's Joe Williams. His dad is John Williams, the composer. Wow. And Steve Lukather told us on that show that John, he talked to John Williams. John Williams saw the movie and said, it is great. Okay. And that's coming from John Williams, so you got to... You gotta assume if it was bad, he wouldn't say anything. Just fucking cash that check. How rich was that total guy then? John Williams has always done pretty awesome stuff. Well, I mean, it doesn't mean that he gives his kid all his money. But he grew up in that, though. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And then he was like, "Okay, I'm gonna start a band." Yeah. Well, he wasn't the original. Older. Yeah. He wasn't yeah. the original lead singer of Toto. He came in with album five, but he's done like three or four studio albums with him. He's real good, Joe Williams. Okay. I still say that Toto fourteen album is amazing. What songs is is Africa on that one? No, no. Toto 14 is their brand new album. Oh. The, the, like, well, how new is new? Last, 1984? Uh, this year. Oh, No, wow. 1984. No, not 84. <laughs> uh, okay. Here we go. This song, uh, I might, I'm pretty sure I played this song before. This is a Canadian band. Um, this song was written by Mutt Lang, who's a big success with producing ACDC and, uh, of course, the big Def Leppard albums. Also Mutt- married to Shania Twain, or at least yeah, was. Was. Uh, Mutt Lang wrote this song, and I always say that I think he was really going for a Def Leppard vibe when he gave this song to Loverboy. This is love in every minute of it. Songs about guns. There's not enough songs where the band, where the lead singer says something and the band shouts back at them. I love that. No, it's 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 awesome. Well, there's not any bands. What anymore. would that be called? Call and response. That's we could label be, it. Like Motley Crue did it. Like. Uh, yeah. Girls going, hey, hey, what? Yeah, what, what Vince? Hey, Look at those Vince. girls over there. Hey, Vince, you girls can't say live, hey. Yeah. <laughs> Do I still have any of that Motley Crue? That's the thing. When I lost, I lost my, uh, I lost um, my iTunes. My external crashed, and I lost like thirty-two thousand songs. I used to have some of the worst live Motley Crue <laughs> stuff. Let me see if I have it in here. I, I would love it if I do. I bet I don't. I worked with Tommy Lee for. About three weeks on a Gene Simmons show we did for VH1. Uh-huh. It was uh, here's who was on the show it was Tommy Lee, this uh, 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 man. What, what was, was that it? show called? It was, Sebastian. it was called Smash. Sebastian Bach was on. was on there. It was a sitcom, right? It was. It was gonna. It was about the music industry, but it was a yeah, a scripted show. Now they have Empire. It was like almost like what Empire was, but this was a long time ago. Yeah. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll have a, uh, give it a second wind. Yeah. And who else was uh, was on there was Polly uh, Perrette. I always say her name wrong. She's on N- uh, NCI. She's on that show. Okay. And then the guy who played the record mogul was the guy who drove the limo in Kevin Costner's The Bodyguard. So there you go. But then I met some, Metallica. Some big names. I, yeah. I was at... Uh, <laughs> uh, I, 
I, we're sitting in the trailer, and uh, I walk outside, and the Metallica's uh, bassist, the the guy who quit. Okay. So he's there, and I'm just talking to him, and he's got his guitar on. Who is that? That's a Jason. Yeah. What's his name? Yeah, yeah. So so he's talking, and then we're talking about me learning to play, and he puts gives me the bass guitar. Okay. And puts it on. Newstead. Yeah. Yeah, Jason. So then he's showing me a chord. He's like, you do this, this, and then strum it this way. So I'm I'm the Metallica. Then Gene Simmons comes and he walks by me and then he puts his hand and he goes, you need to do it like this. So I have Jason and Gene teaching me how to to play the bass, but I could kind of care less. Like there's probably a lot of bassists that would be like, what? That would have been. And I was just like, okay, I just want to get this off of me and go eat at the craft services. (laughs) So let's. Give me, give me the thing. And then when, they, then when they were done, they were like, that's how you play a shitty song? <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to see what we get out of this. I'm plugging in right now to YouTube of Vince Neil singing live, Kickstart My Heart. Oh, I have one of their concert albums, and he's, he does that thing where he lets the crowd sing. Ah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll try. I, 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 let's see. This is from 2014, so this might be, this might be a go. Please don't give me an ad that's going to play for 10 They're going to. Why don't ads only be three seconds long? Because nobody like plays no the whole three. No you just no wait. In that three seconds, stare. you don't go, you know what? I think I'll watch this. Yeah, yeah. I've maybe done it once in my life. No, I'm mad. By accident. It said, it said an error occurred, so I can't. It's okay, let me try. Let me find. Here we go. 2000, 2008. This can't be good. can never be good. Okay, here we go. Well, this isn't even with Motley Crue. This is solo band. Yeah. So this is not the crew. This is him solo. Singing kicks out my heart. Yeah. This is audience shot. It's also from Gran Turismo. When it first came out, this is the song played. Yeah. (laughs) That's. That's terrible. He's not even seeing the words. No. That's terrible, man. Wow. You know, that's people, one of the only times... I, I'm, I'm going to try to get a class action suit going so we can get our money back. Anyone who ever saw Motley Crue That's one of the times when you want the person who's... Filming it, you actually want to hear them sing over the person singing. <laughs> That's true. That has not happened until I, I saw Kanye West singing Bohemian Rhapsody. Have you seen that? No. Have you heard it? You haven't heard it? Kanye uh, West right. singing Bohemian Rhapsody? At some festival in Germany. You ha- if you haven't, oh. Uh, Is it terrible? Oh, it's, it's so bad. Like, he's, he makes up lyrics. Okay, are you doing it? Are you looking for it? Yeah. Yeah, if you haven't heard it, this is like no, this is, I'm, I'm gonna, something kind of special. John, is this a rock solid exclusive? This is, no, I mean, it, it's all over the internet. No, no. But you have kids, so this I understand is, that you don't have as much time to look online. You go down the rabbit hole of some uh, songs from 84, is what you've been doing all week? <laughs> you find it? Um, I think this is it. You have to, like... He probably purchased the internet so it could be taken down. Oh, it's, it's at that level. And there's some... Uh, God, it's bad. We're watching an ad right now, so it's so bad. What's the ad for? Some Mission movie. Impossible, Rogue Nation, and Terminator Genesis. All in both, three seconds. Those are both Paramount Pictures. Before 
Oh, this is a freaking huff. You know, you guys are on me for picking 1984 songs. Kyle hasn't picked the right video once. Like, do we not say anything about that? I know. Or is it all just about me picking 1984 and a half? Also, I noticed on this podcast, you guys are okay with dead air. Yeah. Okay. I um, makes me nervous. So he's going to sing with this. Yeah. So this part, just because it goes a little bit, so I'll, I'll talk over it. It's there's some huge festival. There's I don't, and he's walking out on stage, and the audience is singing because they're excited that they're about to hear the song. And this part is obviously Queen it's, it's, singing. It's fucking Freddie. Yeah. Okay. Ready for this? Okay. Still Freddy. So, so far, the He's crowd's singing well. All this. Okay. Getting even worse not listen without watching it. Again, this sounds great because it's yeah, all Freddy. Because it's all. And the crowd's singing pretty good, too. Get ready for the worst thing you ever get. I've never heard this song before. Always sings about his mom now too. It's all about his anything with mama in it. But now, <laughs> this is terrible. I know, right? Like, so bad. We're dumber human beings for listening to this. Like, there's a karaoke going on that you'd rather hear them singing. That's how delusional he is. Yeah. Eddie Mercury, one of the greatest singers of all time. And this guy thinks, well, I can, I'm going to sing it. There's a, a video of Freddie Mercury like laughing and like rubbing his face in disgust. And he edited it into the video. Oh, that's of, great. Of him saying, yeah, it's really good. That's great. So, all right. Uh, Freddie Mercury's uh, up in heaven slapping uh, Kanye's mom in the face. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I, this song, I swear this one's 1985, but now every song I'm worried, uh, we can just play the next one that's on there. This right. is one of my favorite groups. I actually know every song that they've ever done. It's kind of weird, but. You can maybe fast forward because this is the video. They're playing that little basketball on the court. Is this DeBarge? Billy. Nope. Who is this? New edition? Yes. That would be Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike. Saw Bobby Brown out here at Chili's. I was with my kids. He was with his kids. He gave me a look and nodded like dad would nod to another dad. This is 84. Can you just go as if so you, you have it titled so disappointed. Can it just be 84-85? Maybe in parentheses I'll put John That's thought it was 84. <laughs> so at this point, because I've gotten so many 84s, am I actually wrong for the ones that I get 85? You know what I mean? Do we switch? Do we flip? I don't even know. How many 85s did he have? Two? two maybe One or two, maybe. Andrew, Andrew, Andrew Rich, again. maybe you'll do a... Yeah, song count for this. <laughs> Make a tally. All right. This song is a definite from 85 because the movie came out in 85. This guy had a cameo in the movie. 
It's a movie that I don't know if it holds up or not. I like this movie. I like the movie. Who doesn't like the movie? I'll tell you who doesn't like, like this movie. Well, I'm going to tell it after this. Okay, let's play. This is a little bit of Huey Lewis, and he's with these guys called The News. <laughs> this is a song that I thought you would have. But then, if I had known that you didn't have any songs from 1985, <laughs> I wouldn't have thought that. You know what they say about Huey Lewis, Big Crank. Yeah. Now you nodded as if you slept with him, Kyle. <laughs> I don't know. You like this song? I do. I've also done some corporate events where they've hired him, and he's uh, Jerk? not the easiest guy to get along with. I also heard that about... Uh, Maybe they just mean he's a big dick. <laughs> don't take money. Okay. What's, what's going don't on? Don't take fame. Um, also, Pat Benatar, uh's husband. Yeah, they yeah. they do a corporate. I have a story event. now. This everyone knows it. Okay, but th- this isn't Neil Giraldo. When they do a corporate event, and I, I do a lot, so you know the performance. Uh, you know, I'm just IBM. Let's say he, they have some rule where his name has to appear as big as Pat Pat's. Benatar. because yeah, now they're Pat Benatar and Neil Giraldo. And it, but, so he was doing this corporate event from the same booker yeah. that does for me, and it wasn't that way, and he was going to refuse to perform, and then when they did it, he they played. But him. he's performing with his wife, right? Yeah, but no, but he wasn't going to go. He wasn't going to play. He's so going to fucking Pat shiv his wife. Oh, yeah. so she's not either. Yeah, so then there's a video <laughs> that <laughs> they have to play at the corporate events okay. that's 10 minutes Ten or fifteen was minutes a retrospective of his career. There's, it's nothing. But he, he that's, pro- he that's the John thing. Wade it's album. T- it's titled "Bathroom Break" and get yeah. something to eat. But over they there. play it in the in the beginning. That's not me Holy talking crap. out of school. But that's a guy who booked them. You know, said here's because you get that when you work these, you, you, you learn about the, especially like because if you're nice, the people that are town car you, drivers, yeah. like like people pick yeah. up at the airport, they always shit on. The people who are jerks to him. Like, I get that story. It's one of the first. I would things get I in the town him. car. Yeah, I, that's what I was going to say. I would ask him immediately. I was waiting. I waited at the Canyon Club for Neil and Pat's uh, signature. She did her thing, and then he came down. I said, "Neil, can I get an autograph?" And I, this is a quote. I never forget. This is a quote. This is what he said to me. He said, "Oh, buddy, I can't do that." What? It was. I was the only guy waiting. He signs bigger than Pat Benatar. Yeah, he signs. Oh, it probably does. And he's at the Canyon Club, which is a great place a to see kid. venues, but... To see bands. Yeah, to see venues. <laughs> no, I go there. They, they show other theaters up on, on the stage there. It's beautiful. It's uh, yeah. It's your turn with the song. I just played uh, Pal. Oh, no, I want to tell you. Back to the Future. You've seen the movie? Yeah. My parents went to see Back to the Future in 1985 when it was in the theater. Right. Because everyone's going to see it, and everyone loves it. Everyone. Everyone in the country loves yeah. Back to the Future. Parents walked out of it. What? My mom comes home, and my mom. Now look, in 1985, how old are how old are they right now? They're 77, so they're 30. They're younger than you are. 47. Young, they're, they're younger, so younger they're than younger you are. then than I am now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They walk out of this thing, and they they come home. They go, we we left. I go, why? My and my mom says, when he when he goes back in time and he is falls in love with his mother. Which isn't even what happens. She no. falls in love. Then my mom goes, that could never happen. <laughs> yeah, mom, because he's in a time machine. It's a fantasy film. Of course it couldn't happen. Okay, with the DeLorean Wait floating. How, how, how is your life, how sad is your life that you can't even escape at the movie theater? 
Yeah. That's ridiculous. But all those Hallmark movies, they can have. Oh, my God. Those Hallmark movies with any with any they're terrible. illness or anything. And uh, they're all, the when you boil it down, they're all the same plot all as, the, same. as uh, the Sound of Music. Yeah. It's like the mother dies and then there's a nanny and then she becomes their mother. That's like. And my mom would go, and, that's hey. what happened to Sound of Music. And then here's how my mom would explain that movie. And then, hey, that nanny. She adopted those kids, and, <laughs> and she loved them like they were her own. And, and they were ter- even though they were black. They were terrible <laughs> to her the whole movie. They put a frog in her drink, drink and, and all kinds of stuff. Doubtfire. And then at the end, the girl hugs her and calls her mom. <laughs> she watching Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, they the put same. they put gum, they put gum in her bra, <laughs> and they put hey, and they at one point they they took a picture of her in her underwear and they showed it to their friends and hey. Those kids were bastards. <laughs> but you know what? Now they call, and at the end, they called her mom. <laughs> hey, that's a good movie. And I, w- I want to say, that's a shit And then movie. you always go, well, what was it called? She goes, I don't remember. I don't know. And she'll give you some, she'll give you some. Shoes new- for grandpa. Yeah. Just some, <laughs> it's the, it's the, it was called The Privilege. And I'm like, well, I know that is wrong. I know that you're not. Like my mom would like let's say a movie like Mad Max. She'd go, "Hey, did you see that crazy movie with the with the guy and they're driving?" And I'd be like, "Well, what movie are you talking about, Mom?" Oh, it's what is it's the one. It's it's Maximum Road. (laughs) Just like what was the one? What was the one that she said that had two people in it? What was it? It I can't remember. It was was a malice of. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. This is the best. I said, "What?" I go, "What are you doing?" She goes, "I'm watching a movie." And I go, "I go, what? What movie you're watching?" Oh, it's on. It's that one with the two people. Okay, okay. narrows it down okay. to a gazillion. Yeah, yeah. She's like, "It's it's 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 Paul Newman, and he's in this business." I mean, it's just like the worst description. Like if she was on a game show where you have to describe yeah, yeah. something, done. Time's up. And I said, "And what did she say it was called?" What did she say it was Didn't called? Did she say it was called The Accomplice? Or something? Yes, that's what she said. I go, what, what is this movie? She goes, The Accomplice. I go, The Accomplice? And then I, I go, wait, who's in it? Paul Newman and Sally Field? I go, Absence of Malice? Yes, that's what it is. The Accomplice? You hey, should... John um, Grisham novel? That would be good trivia, where people have to guess the movie. <laughs> Guess with, the movie with, based that, on that what my mom's she, describing. Yeah. You, you say a movie title. Yeah. And then she says it back wrong. When we record earlier next time, let's call her on the phone. Yeah. Okay. And I'll try to get her to say something. That's nah. You just need to do a couple. Like, what are your five? She yeah. calls this. She first of all, this is called a broadcast. Yeah. And she has no idea who hears it or how they get it. Yo. I don't even know. And, uh, you can't even. Uh, they don't even. They don't even want to. They don't even want. She told know. me what she goes. Aren't you afraid when you're on the computer about the people looking back at you? <laughs> what are you talking about? She's also the person that thought the a- the ATM down in town. She thought that the money came from the bank and then it would come through a tube <laughs> and to the ATM. That's all it happens, right? That's, she actually thought that. That I'm not lying. Like she's like, why well, can't you use the ATM? The bank's closed. What do you? Well, and then well, no, no, it was because uh, someone stole an ATM. Like oh, that's the, right. The someone thing. stole an ATM, and, and she's, she's like, like, why would they steal that? There's nothing in it, and we're like, what are you talking about? Hilarious. Yeah, this, these are true stories. Yeah, your, your, your kids will have those with you. Bonkers. I probably probably have them now. 
Your turn. Like, Let's if go. I had kids, I, you know, they'd be like, my dad thinks all the songs from 85 or actually 84. from 84. Yeah. <laughs> Let's play two more songs each. Okay. Let's just play the next one. All right. Next one I had. There's no way this is 85. Was, <laughs> is, is this mine? Doesn't even know. Doesn't even know what songs But you brought. can fast forward it. I don't even know what this is. Is that the Trans-Siberian Orchestra? I think I do. This song's good. You, you might remember it from October of 84. <laughs> Unbelievable. It's ridiculous. This guy actually got hit by a car. Walking in the streets and a taxi hit him. He is died? He, and he died? He died. Died. In whatever country he's from, not not from the U.S. You get hit by a car and you're walking, you're in some trouble. Oh yeah, no, we died. You got hit. Okay, uh, my next song I'm gonna say I'm gonna say uh, uh, I'm gonna say uh, apologies to uh, Night Ranger, uh, Sentimental Street. Not gonna play it. Okay. Not playing it. I have t- I, I, and then, two. Well, uh, I know I just interrupted you. No, I have two that I'm playing, but I don't want to go back to the other one because this is the one guy on Twitter. I will like tweet famous people yeah. and say stuff just to get a response. Why can't you play this guy's song? And then what ends up happening is I get followers because people saw right. that I tweeted yeah. kind of like I tweeted uh, two days ago that I'm having a birthday. This I'm, I'm quoting my tweet, so it's wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm having a birthday. When's your at, birthday? Uh, in July. Okay. So about July a month what? ago. A month ago from when this aired. Yeah. Uh, so I tweeted, I should just realize that I'm never going to date Debbie Gibson or Marquita, mm-hmm. who's saying toy soldiers. Uh, and n- none of them responded back to me. Uh, they, they probably don't even have Twitter handles. They do. Get Debbie Gibson does. She follows me. I'm not bragging. Uh, this will this will already have happened, but I gotta assume every year you and your, when you and your wife come to our barbecue, you come, uh, you, you come dressed like you just played paintball. Wait, what does that mean? Uh, like your wife will have a bandana on and like a, a boot, <laughs> like a bandolero, a boot, just boots. Do we walk in, down in there? You guys in just neon paint. Yeah, you're covered in neon paint. <laughs> we got welts all over <laughs> our face. Are you I'm, coming I'm this year? You, yeah, you're the worst one on invite. You didn't respond. Yeah. How am I supposed to know how much food to buy? I don't. I don't drink or eat anything. That's ridiculous. So I just like pop in to say hello. You, I don't. I don't. I don't take your water. supplies. Why don't you eat something? You. That's true. That you, you guys I, never I, eat. I never. Yeah. <laughs> John we're, literally. We're he lives. Guess. John lives live, half a live, mile from me. Yeah, which I've seen him four times in twenty years. <laughs> Tonight's one. Every every July fourth. All right. Here's a song from '85 by Cyndi Lauper. And this is this is from a movie soundtrack, and I you love this movie. I fucking hate this movie. Do you hate it? I fucking hate it. Okay. Let's hear the song. Goonies are good enough. You know why you, you, know you hate it? Because it can never happen. <laughs> <laughs> What's your mom called Goonies? Oh, did you see the goobs? <laughs> <laughs> Loonies, poon poonies. Give the porn version. Yeah, the song sucks. Yeah, I don't even think I like the song. But I don't like the movie. It's a perfect match. Do you like the Goonies? No. I was at the weird... It was kind of a kid's movie, and I was, like, not a kid. I was, like, really trying to tell everybody I wasn't yeah. a kid because I was, like, a late teen. I was 21. Why was I... Why yeah, did I go no. see the Goonies? No, you completely... 
Sloth Love Chunk. There's some there's some stuff going on with Sloth and Chunk. That makeup on Sloth is the worst thing I've ever seen. It's, it's like they put a bucket on his head and put eyes on it. Put one up here and one down. That's freaking terrible. And they always say, "Oh, they're gonna they're gonna do a, they're gonna do a sequel with uh, the kids because they're older now." Don't don't even do what is that. It, it. I know. Pot it down. Pot it down. Is what hey, do you think it. on the new Spider-Man movie? Hi. Uh, are they are they are they gonna tell us like how it became Spider-Man? Do you think? I hope so because I don't know. They say they're not going to. I don't know how. I don't the, the, what, if I know if you're five years old, you might be the only like kind of race of people you can who figure don't it out. Yeah, you can know figure it out. about him, like a yeah. thing and a good thing. And just, then, just, just, it. just have it. Just have a just have an opening scene where he's Spider Man fighting someone. Then during the credits, just do like the the montage. Incredible Hulk. Yeah, the way they did it with the Incredible like, Hulk, they did a montage. Yeah, you knew exactly what was happening. We're not idiots. Yeah, we go to we, the movies. We we're it. not idiots. We've watched them See, since Spider Man. We can figure it out. Yeah. Spider Man's a tough one. Like you, like the first, and then you're like, okay, he's gonna. I don't know. I don't, know. You, um, I don't think there's really ever been a great Spider Man movie. Spider Man Two. I don't like that one. You have to look at Alfred Molina without a shirt on the whole time. That's what I love about it. I jerk oh. off. <laughs> <laughs> Got great boobs. Okay, I'm torn with my last. I love it because Molina can give uh, he can give eight handy J's. <laughs> you know what? I, I'm thinking. You got one more. Yeah, but I, you know what? I should probably end on in 1984, and I don't know it's 1984. It just happened to be that every one of these I picked was 1984. Well, let's find out what. But this I will is. play. Let's go back up to the this one. Yeah. Uh, be, only because I have this guy's live album that, or uh, live tour that he put out maybe a year or two ago, and I'm a fan. I think he has one of the greatest voices. If um of 1984 of 1984, Vince Neil. Yeah, but but he, people, he's very. He's got a lot of personal problems, I think, and he does not respond to me on Twitter, even though I'm a huge fan. Even though he, you're in the bathroom when you're tweeting. <laughs> yeah. This is definitely 84. You think? Well, <laughs> this is the long intro. What was it called? Prelude? This is why you're a comedian, because you can't take direction from anyone. Yeah. You can't listen to the man. Okay, you can shut it off. This isn't even the original version. So I think it might have played some 2002. I can't believe none of us played Crazy for You from by Madonna. You know from, why from I didn't Vision play? Quest. You know what? You know why I didn't pick Madonna? Because 1985. Because <laughs> my wife does a lot of uh, like events at paintball uh, places. Ca- yeah, paintball places. She wear a boot and uh, like catering. Okay, and like she's like gone to crazy famous people' house. So, like, oh wow! One time. I went out with the wait staff at a comedy club, and I never do that, right? So I'm like, okay, am I getting in trouble because there's, like, waitresses with me and yeah. stuff like that? And I just don't want that hassle, so right. I never do. You don't need it. So I'm kind of like, okay, do I tell her? Because even, you know, I'm back in my room, but do I tell her I even went out? And it's a whole, it's a thing. Sometimes, when you're are married, you, Kyle, you, when you get back with you, you'll see sometimes you're supposed to lie to your wife. And I lie to my wife pretty consistently. <laughs> But not on a shady level. So anyway, so I call well, so her. You, have to, you, you, you should be able to just say, I'm going out with a group of people. Yeah, Nothing's she goes happen. out with the guy, people. She, so I call her just to kind of check in. 
I yeah. think I end up bailing. Mm. And she says, I, I can't talk right now. Uh, I have to. Uh, I'm, I'm making, me, me I'm making out with she the, goes, me and Jason Brad. Bateman. She goes, me and Brad. Um, um, I have to take him to the thing. And I go, who are you with? Like, where are you at? And then she's like, oh, I was assigned to Brad Pitt. And we're uh, up in his room because he was getting something. And then... <laughs> George Clooney was there too, so I'm worried that that I'm out with this with like, Trixie half and Pam. Yeah, and she's with Brad Pitt and in yeah. George, George Clooney. So anyway, so she did an event with Madonna, mm-hmm. and she was my wife uh, works for this guy who does this huge catering. So my wife has like whatever type of those dumb rich people food on a tray, horse and, duvers. Yeah, and she <laughs> and she handed it towards Madonna uh-huh. like that. Yeah, Madonna takes her hand and sticks it right in her face. Oh, Madonna would have been wearing a whole lap full of horse tubers. So when I was picking out my list of 1984, I go, oh, I should play Madonna. And my wife goes, you're not going to play Madonna. Fuck (laughs) Madonna. So so my wife ixnayed my Madonna. All right. So that's why. She has good reason to. Yeah. Let's, uh, before before I play us out with my last song. Can I tell you the one I didn't play? Yeah. Just I'm curious to see if it's 1985. I doubt it. What is it? Aria's Babe Wagon, Can't Fight This Feeling. I think that's 84 God damn But it might be 85 <laughs> We'll find out Yeah Released December 31st 1984 <laughs> Oh Are you kidding oh, That is The best way To close it out As, And you know what You know what that, We're gonna close it out With that song let me I, I have it on. He has it in here. Oh, yeah. okay. Let's it's play. the one I just missed. Let's do some promoting. John, uh, where are you going to be at in, uh, let's say, uh, August, second week in August? Where are you going to be? Second week in August, I will be at. Uh, do you know off the top of your head? Yeah, just, I mean, that far. Right. Okay. Are we going to play this the song? Do well, I have time well, to no, talk it up? My, my no, no, we're, that's going to close us out after we say goodbye. Gotcha. So I believe I'm in Phoenix and then I'm in Charlotte. This is all August stuff. I'm in Charlotte at the Comedy Zone, Phoenix at, at Stand Up Live. And then you can go to johnheffer.com. If I, I update my website about as much as I update my podcasts. Mm-hmm. So you get some dates in 19, uh, so 2002. You updated two days in a row yeah, and then never again. Yeah, you can follow me at John Heffern on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I got a book nobody bought on Amazon. How much does that book go for? Uh, I put the Kindle down to about three bucks. Three Come or four on. bucks. Yeah, buy John's book. You got, you, you got like three comedy CDs, right? I got four. Four comedy CDs on iTunes? Yep. Everything. Yeah. If it, or if you have a Pandora station or whatever, just create a John Heffern station. You'll get other great comics in there. And you, uh, I make .0003 every time somebody streams something. I think I might be wrong. You did that thing No Comedian Ever Does on their comedy album. They use a picture of them when they're in grade school. <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> uh, you got a, how many DVDs do you have? I have th- uh, one hour special and three half hours. That's great. Central. That's amazing. That's so much material. Yeah, you're like mm-hmm. Doug Cranky. Benson. Doug Benson puts out a special every year or an album every year. Yeah. Yeah. Of him. Doug- of this. Of this. Yeah. Hey, isn't pot weird? <laughs> yeah. <sighs> That's what he does. <laughs> um, okay. You can do follow different things, right? Kyle yeah. is at Kyle Dotson Funny. I'm at Pat underscore Francis. The show is at Rock Solid Show. Um, Aaron Gold did the new logo, and it looks great. Thank you so much, Aaron, as always. Andrew Rich does the show notes. Uh, I don't know who's doing the artwork for this episode yet, but uh, always great. The artwork's always cool. Do you want to say something? A shout-out to 1984.
That could have you could have waited for that. the Orwell novel. <laughs> uh, it's his favorite book. Um, also, the Live from the Rock Solid Studio CD is still available for a minimum donation of twenty dollars. You get uh, banter that wasn't heard on the show, and you get all the live performances, which I do not own, but I am gifting those to you. <laughs> and they're already out there. You could download them and, and put a CD together yourself, but you won't get that fun banter. Um, donation button at rocksolidpodcast.com uh, and, uh, and all that good stuff. So uh, thanks for listening as always. John, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm going to have you on uh, two weeks in a row. I'm going to have you on again next week. <laughs> I'm going to stay consistent. And we're going to drop those on a Thursday and a Friday. Okay, Kyle, thanks for being here. Uh, we missed you. Uh, yes. It was not the same without you being here because I had to play those songs, and that's bullshit. <laughs> um, play us out with a little I Can't Fight This Feeling by Rio Speedwagon. <laughs> Stop.